0: Hey, let's start the show.
1: It's March 22nd, 2012. Welcome to This is Only a Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. Will Smith joining me today as always. Norman Chan, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I feel like uh, Gary Gary Widow, How are you doing? You're across the table from me, and you're a custom position. The more things
2: change, the more they stay the same. I
1: know we're in a completely different room. The, the setup is exactly the same.
0: The, the table's nicer if we had fake walls around us. Yeah,
2: four walls and yeah. some
0: mold and some foam salt. padding.
1: Salt, not salt, mold. Uh, I
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't. And and you know maybe some
1: heaters and and then a really loud air conditioner Yeah, The nice thing about this is it's it's I don't want to say
2: it's cool. But it is it is cooler than we're used to. In in many ways, yeah. I mean, this is more cozy. It's more homey. Yeah. Which you know, it is. We're, we're in your it home. Is it home. is my home. Yeah. But
1: wait, pants. I'm wearing pants. Okay. I've been. We I've all been pants. Good. So, Norm, you and I have been adjusting. Well, okay. First off,
2: oh, I'm about, I know. I know oh. danger of being inadvertently like, like just interrupted by Ryan Davis or something. No, which is a plus or a power no. outage. No, yeah. or you
1: know, although. I listened to their new podcast this week, the mm. first episode in, in their new corporate overlords headquarters. Yeah. And they are not uh, working in uh, adverse, adverse situations. They are, uh, they are in the lap of podcast oh, luxury. They, right they, they moved up. Yeah. They
2: have to a deluxe apartment in the sky. They, they have the, ability- while we moved to a country cottage.
1: I, I mean, Kinda. I wouldn't even call this a cottage would be an upgrade from my house. Um, No, they have like the ability to take live calls and call people. They had. Oh, I saw a picture of their room with the soundboard and everything. It was like, it's like Star Trek compared to what they used to have. They have a soundboard that has like slide whistle sounds and stuff like that. So they could do like morning zoo radio. Oh my God. It's, it's, uh, I mean, of course they use that all for evil. So, um, so yeah, uh, a little jelly of, of their new podcast setup. But since we spoke last time. Mm-hmm. Some stuff is, is some new things have come to light
2: new shit has come to light.
1: Yeah. Uh, first off, if you're listening to this and you are a Jamie and Adam fan, you should probably be aware that this is a little bit of a, this is tested after dark. It's a little bit of a more adult show. So um, there's you some
2: know. salty language, but we are attempting to kind of like not we used to get carried away with that mm. and Maybe now it behooves us a little bit to kind of, you know, save we're, those. We're not censoring so, ourselves. No,
1: no, no. The idea is to be uh, clever and filthy rather than overt and filthy. Oh, I don't know oh, if I, I can do that. <laughs> right, <laughs> That requires
0: two halves of the brain.
1: I think that might be beyond us, but we're going to give it a try. Um, so, yeah, uh, 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 Jamie and Adam, we're working with Jamie and Adam from the Mythbusters, you know, the co-hosts of the Mythbusters, as you may know them, and uh, some other stuff as well. Um Unchained reaction on Discovery Unchained Channel. Unchained reaction on Discovery Channel. Yeah, I was trying not to say that, but okay. Um, yeah, so that's the big news. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy about it. I'm not going to get into that here. We'll probably do a jar time later, uh, maybe this week, late this week or early next, where we kind of answer questions and stuff like that. Uh, needless to say, we've learned important lessons about how to handle that kind of transition uh, maybe a little bit more smoothly. And we're moving on and letting our content speak for itself. Uh, so we've, the big change for us, aside from you know working with Jamie and Adam which is pretty rad is that um, we're doing more different kinds of content on the site so instead of just doing stuff about phones and tablets and pcs and all that stuff that we do love and enjoy and all that and not just instead of but in addition, in addition to well I would say we've we've pulled back a little bit on the on the te- the pure tech stuff and and pulled away some, some some of the I don't want to say it was filler because it wasn't really filler but but from the stuff that maybe isn't revolutionary or life-changing and added some other stuff into the mix, yeah so, there
0: were there were days uh, in the past two years where nothing happened in tech and yeah. Um, I That's didn't want to mean, write about Twitter I didn't uh, want to write about you know Facebook Facebook, or some startup executive CEOs bonus or anything like no. that and and then Stock but it was digging scandals. into What's new in Firefox?
1: Yeah, or and
0: those days were grim.
1: How do you sync bookmarks across multiple browsers?
0: Or, oh, or, or here's some fancy VR technology that is terrible. Yeah,
1: that's when that's when you'd usually say, "Hey, have you seen anything cool on the internet lately?" And I would say, "Hmm, no."
0: Those days are grim, but we don't have those days anymore. No,
1: cuz now cuz the thing I'm finding is that every day is science day on the internet. There are papers and stuff published every day and if you look at 25 papers, one of them has something crazy and awesome. Yeah,
2: there. so I mean just as a as a consumer of the site going through your site in the last week. It's a little bit jarring at first, but you get used to it kind of quickly when you realize it's actually it's it's cool. That you know, there might be a a bit, a bit of tech like an iPad quick look or whatever, but on either side of it is like a story about some crazy Russian laser technology and another thing about how we're all going to live in bubbles in space yeah. in the future and all this kind of more esoteric, crazy, you know, pure science and tech stuff. Everything is moving great. us toward the future.
1: The the whole site has turned into fake outtakes, basically. Well,
2: that was the great thing. Like, I always felt like fake outtakes was... Was our little place where, you know, we, we just kind of gave ourselves license to talk about stuff that didn't really belong in tested, but now it does Science belong in tested. Right? Yeah. Like, except now we actually have to be informed about it. Yeah. We can't just make shit
1: up. Right. That's what well, we did. Well, well maybe. Well, maybe, you don't. maybe, maybe.
2: Well, maybe, okay. I will continue to not be informed and you, to make shit up.
1: That's what that's your role, is to be the not informed guy. Hey, no, I'm,
2: I, no one's paying me. So you're nailing it. Gary. Yeah. I have no, I feel no responsibility at all to be right or uh, appropriate or informed. That too. I that, yeah. that goes without saying. Yeah. Um. So,
1: okay. So we're, this is week one, basically, of New Tested. Um, I, I'm, Has it really only been a week? I know. It feels like it it's feels, been about it three feels months. longer. Last weekend was real long, let me tell you, when the site was broken and people were really angry and nobody was not broken
2: You've still got some screws to tighten, but I think yeah. what's you know in the same way the Giant Bomb community, they, you know, their, their community had a flap, and then they sell down when, they, when, they, when the guys started putting out videos and you realize that nothing had actually changed. That I think yeah. you guys are kind of on that same path right now. You've had started to get some videos up and you're still in that kind of transitional phase. But, you know, whatever panic or whatever may have been uh, evident in some of the communities starting to kind of settle down as people realize this is actually kind of cool.
1: Well, it was all a lot of it was made more awkward by the fact that the site was a little bit broken on Friday. And I, we right. didn't really talk about this last week too much. But literally Andy and Kuntz and Mike Horn and the guys in, in the Czech Republic. Uh, literally turned the site around in like two weeks. Yeah, like they they uh, basically took what they've learned from our platform and made a whole new version. So we're one version better than what Giant Bomb and Comic Vine screen right. are running right, right now. Um, of 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 our platform, and as a result, you'll notice things like page loads are incredibly faster now than they were before. Yeah. Um, we're, we're like performance on the site in general is a lot better, but. Also, a lot of stuff doesn't work. Um, frankly, because you know they they reached a point where they're like, "Oh shit, we have to be done in three days" because we wanted to have the site live as Jamie and Adam were going out on tour, right? So that they could so because because just so people know, I know people a lot of people were upset that Jamie and Adam were on top of the site. I don't want to get into that here because it's not the right venue. But at the end of their tour or mid at the midpoint of their tour shows their live shows. Your mom's upset. No one wants to know anything. (laughs) I was going to say your mom thinks you play Nintendo for a living, dude. Yeah. Um at the end of at, or halfway through each of their tour stops like it's a, like, like they do a long stage show and at the tour stop they play that video the one that everybody got pissed off about when they said welcome to our new site right um that video is intended for mythbusters and Jamie and Adam fans coming into the site right. from from the fart from from a fresh start we should have people have no that. idea who you and yeah, Norm are exactly probably should have explained that a little more clearly in yeah. retrospect yeah. this is something that that should we ever be in this position again we will mm-hmm. most certainly do every day is a school day exactly um but but in the interim but, but i mean they're promoting tested on the live show uh, on their live tour and all that stuff so it's a good thing for the site
2: by the way i like the design of the new site when i first saw it I wasn't sure what I thought. And then I realized after a couple of days, it was just because it was so different. It's dramatic. I was like, oh, who, yeah. like, it was a who moved my cheese changes. moment. Yeah. But then I have... There are know, things that now, uh, now I like a lot. Yeah, I like Honestly, it. There, yeah. there are
0: elements I like a lot. There are things that need to be fixed. But like, you know, it's pageant, a work in progress. Yeah. Uh, for... So, Previous subscribers ads and stuff. We're yeah. We're going to fix all that. The fact that,
1: that there's not going to be an RSS feed for the podcast today, probably. You're just going to hit a download link. Right. Making this not nope. actually a podcast. You're, so you're watch,
0: if you're watching this live, you're probably watching it on Justin TV. Because I, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know how else you would watch it live, yeah. actually. Um, um, Stuff will get fixed.
1: Yeah, it's it's just a, take it, it takes a little bit of time. Um, Andy and the guys are, kind of took a day or two to catch their breath and get ready to come back in. I think they're going to start working on stuff a little bit tomorrow. But I hope we'll see some some big uh, movement next week on uh, both the big things that are broken and the small things that are
2: broken. Now, the the other thing that I like the other fringe benefit of coming because uh, sooner or later you're all going to move into fancy new offices. Yeah, we. But for right now, it's kind of like podcast home edition. However, that does have fringe benefits for people like me. Because yeah. you make coffee for us here. Oh, yeah, I love that. I've got this beautiful iced coffee that you made. Yeah, and I got I got a, I don't have to drink that, real that cup of swill coffee. that came out of the machine no. at the uh, oh, whiskey no, area anymore. Bit Perry garbage. Yeah, no, it's a big, this is a big Your step up, up, in no in Kirkland anyways. special. Yeah,
1: no. Chloe, so, Chloe's always here to keep us company. Yeah, she's. I think she's under the table right now, probably growling if we move our feet. Yeah. Uh, today we're drinking an African uh, single uh, single source uh, ritual coffee i can't remember which one it was it's from rwanda i think Mm. um i I quite it's very good yeah uh gary i I iced yours in a a cold brew a hario uh Mm. liter cold brew yeah went in yesterday about 11 o'clock i pulled it out about 11 o'clock today yeah and uh, norm and i are drinking from the same cone so um doesn't i'm sure i like the sound of that sounds a lot filthier than it Mm. actually is um so let's talk about let's talk about tech and stuff. What's happened this week? Uh, let's get into it. It's been uh well okay. Norm what, what did you learn this week? What did I learned I learned a lot this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want do you want to start lo- top lo- of the
0: list? Do we just want to talk get the iPad stuff out of the way? Should we do you mean the impressions?
1: Yeah. Make them wait for it. Really? Yeah. I feel like we're going to get to the end and no no, none of us no, are in no, rush no, no, anywhere, no. right? Yeah, I got no place to be. We this okay. could be a 6-hour podcast as far as I'm concerned. I'll Let's go all night. Okay. You're,
2: you're already home. Quarter October Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't right, go anywhere. Right for you? I'm just going to go
1: put on pajamas. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, draw something. The people who make you draw something fever. I played this at like a year ago. It, it is gripping like. the nation. Yeah. But now, oh now it's fun because when I played it before, nobody played. And now everybody plays. Like it's the, the fastest growing yeah. game in history. The girl who cuts my hair, used to cut my hair, sent me a draw something request the other day. Now, the question it's is... crazy. Yeah, yeah, and we actually
0: we shot an app the day for it. Uh, we had a new app the day today um for uh, an Frames. app called Frames, actually renamed Framography yeah, or something. Between, but, like, between we shot it on Tuesday. Yeah. Between us shooting it and yeah. put publishing the video, the name has changed. Wow. But we actually have a uh, a draw something after the day. It's gonna go up next
2: week. Who knows? By then no one could be might be Yeah, it could draw be done. Something. It could, the be, out it could of be over. The yeah. bubble could have burst. Yeah. But but I mean, we don't know if be Remember bubble. when everyone was talking about words with friends? Well, yeah, but then you know, I mean I'm sure many people are still playing that, but it's not, but not it's again, not in vogue. You, no. currently. Cheaters
1: cheaters ruin words words for friends That's true. Friends.
2: Cheaters pay to cheat in words for
1: friends. <sighs> wow,
2: well, and um, and now and of course for for because of recent developments I fear that Draw Something may go down the same road.
1: Okay, so uh, Zingo brought well first off Draw Something is basically Pictionary, a turn-based Pictionary like play by email essentially, but it's push notifications through yep. Facebook and all that stuff. Yep. Uh Pictionary. Uh, you get a word you have a choice of three words. Three, three words. each time. An easy, easy one, a medium, hard. or a
0: difficult one. Yeah. What's the best word each of you have seen to draw? In draw something. I I was pleased with my Monopoly. That was
2: okay, Gary. Um, there's a lot of pop culture stuff in there. Like P Diddy and iCarly are things that you really can. elect yeah, to draw.
1: Well, you have to pay for those words. I think. I, no, I, I They, they I, they're they're just or keep popping up. I, so I had to, I, somebody gave me had Bon Jovi for me the other day. Yeah, wow. it was a guy with blue eyes, standing with long sandy blonde hair, holding a microphone. Like each
2: each turn, your for example, like your easy word would yeah. be like cat. Anyone yeah. can draw a cat, but your middle word might be uh, basketball or something, right. and then yeah. the hard word will be something like um, or, anger or, or yeah, or whatever. An abstract like, concept. Yeah.
1: sometimes okay. the easy words and the hard words are 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 are. are like, like,
2: I Carly was the was the easy
1: word. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me.
2: How is iCarly? I don't even know what iCarly is. The other thing that the other thing that I've noticed is that um, you was, words are easier or harder depending on who you are drawing for. Oh,
3: like right, for example, I've
2: got a couple of British friends that I play with, and I was able to. I mean, use a couple of use a couple of techniques that I knew that a British person would get that right and then other times I had Americans complain right. that I did something that was kind of more Brit sent but you know de- depending on like let's say that you and I are big fans of a certain thing yeah I can use that knowledge about you to draw something that I, in a way exactly. that I know you will get it
1: I had to draw a joystick for somebody the other night they couldn't get it and I drew an amazing Atari 2600 yeah. joystick and pong on the screen of now TV this behind it. this is the
2: interesting thing for me this is the fascinating thing that is I think the key to draw something's success there's a reason why this app has blown up in a way that similar drawing type apps have not the reason for that is what is the reason gary it's not competitive it's cooperative and this is the genius of it is that i'm not trying to stump you i want you to get it right i want and 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 the two of us are actually kind of working as a team and the more we go back and forth successfully that's how you've been playing it well no that's how you're supposed to play because it rewards you for streaks you get more coins yeah. the longer you streak want, You want me to guess your word, and I want you to guess my well, I don't want to beat you. There's no, th- th- that's the whole point. There's no points for being a dick. Uh, the Jen. longer you keep the streak alive, the, the, the better you are I've been doing. playing
0: to get streaks for myself, but I have not been putting considerable effort into helping. Oh, so the streaks are the both... Stre-
2: the, but you both have... Oh, no, there's no yeah. streaks. See, your obsession clear. with winning is actually counterproductive here. No wonder I haven't Hard had many streaks. Finally, the app comes along. The yeah, pop culture I've, I've phenomenon, the that, that upturns, you're winning. Philosophy. Delaying
0: my re- like responses
2: for other people. No, you want you want you don't want me to. Oh. fight. It. so what's
1: your strategy when you get a word that is really really easy? I want to finish my point first. Oh, okay, sorry.
2: The this is where I think gaming is going as a, as a whole. Like we're, we're enjoying cooperative games more than competitive games. And the CEO of OMG Pop, the company that makes Draw Something, uh, was talking about this and and commenting on the the wild phenomenon and said this was intended this is we expected it to do well because we feel that this is the way that gaming is going is it's about wanting to succeed together as a team rather than me trying to beat you yeah and that's part of the reason why i think as because and that's especially true when you're doing these kind of casual games that are not aimed at the hardcore that are not aimed at super competitive people that are obsessed with beating each other it's about having but both of us having the satisfaction of guessing each other's words
1: well and it's the it's the antidote for you know, Quake DM and Counter Strike and Halo and teabagging, right. and all the bad stuff that we associate and with super like, fun. Well, and, e- for and, even, and even games. something
2: like Words with Friends, which is, yeah. c- that's still competitive. Assholes cheating. This is cooperative rather than competitive. I think that is a big key to its success. Well, um, it is successful.
0: Hugely successful. <laughs> because that company, Omg Pop, was just bought by Zynga. Yeah couple days ago $250 million for million dollars. rumored $210 million
2: now that sounded like an insane amount of money until you look at the figures behind Draw, Draw Something and I read a story today which said that Draw Something yeah, just that is app. generating $250,000 a quarter of a million dollars in a revenue. day in revenue and that is after Apple takes its 30% cut
1: oh wow so so that, that means- is nuts that so means what Apple's uh, making 75 or 80 grand a day on some, the app
2: yeah and that's on one on app in their app, app store so if you, wonder, <laughs> if you wonder why Apple stock is at $600 a share and they have fifty billion. Was it $100 billion in cash, this is the reason why.
1: I always wondered how you print money, and now I know. Um, I actually think they're making money through.
2: faster than they could print it.
1: What's, yeah. your, what's your strategy when you have a word that you know is going to be... Because the thing that bumps me out is if I spend a really long time making an awesome drawing, and then I watch the replay, and you get the word in the first three seconds,
2: Yeah, that's no fun. I have, then, a, I have a rule. Okay. Um, I will not use letters or numbers. That's um, that's a good rule. I actually had a, a who will a person who will remain nameless. I had to take him off my game list because, like, so for example, he had the word pool, okay, as in a swimming pool, and he drew a rectangle and he drew some blue wavy lines in it. Mm-hmm. So I would have got it, and then he writes the word pool. Oh, well, that's no, no. fun. So I'm like, you, if you don't want to play, don't play. And sometimes, sometimes people will will draw something and add a little. Um, uh, Word clue, yeah. And again, I think that's cheating. You can do arrows. arrows I, I, had, to, I arrows. had to, draw, I draw a lot of arrows. I had to draw at one point um, Shaq, and so I drew a basketball player. And because I knew the person I was drawing for probably was educated about sports, did you, did you buy the right colors? I, that's racist. N- n- I'm just asking. I was just, <laughs> um, I don't yes, have yes, I, yes, I drew him in the appropriate color scheme. <laughs> and also because there are a lot of basketball players, and uh-huh. how do you differentiate them? I drew Shaq's number on his jersey oh, that's cheating uh, and again i think that is uh, that to me that was borderline. right on the line but i wasn't comfortable made everyone it. else
0: shorter and then also had like a superman
2: no the, the way you draw a shack is you draw him at the foul line and you show brick after brick after brick but that, again that could be and now the other thing that should be mentioned is what makes it kind of easy is you know it's almost like doing a crossword clue you know how many word letters are in the word yeah and you have like a dozen letters at the bottom you've got to choose from and you can do things like remove letters that aren't and you can get little clues and it would be much more difficult if you had to just guess it, like, outright. And you can remove – the the trick is usually there's at
1: least one or two letters that are real low probability letters, like X or Z or something like that. Yeah. Or Q. Like, if yeah. there's a Q down there then there's no U, you're right. probably okay. Yeah. You can get rid of the Q. Right.
2: And I've, I've actually noticed some really fascinating techniques. Um, one, of the, one of the great things about Draw Something is that you don't just see the finished picture. You actually see an animation yeah. of how it's being drawn, and that includes people erasing their mistakes or whatever. You see everything. And so I'm playing with a guy right now who's actually quite a talented artist, and his approach is to approach it as an animation. Like, for example, Ooh. Like one of his words was vault, and okay. he could have just drawn a safe, but what he actually did was he drew a bunch of valuables, like gems and money and, and documents and stuff, and then drew the safe over it, erasing the original drawing... But creating basically, a, if I'm watching the whole thing, I'm seeing a multi-layered drawing being yeah. created. So oh, I understand. Really cool. a, I understand that what is in the safe a time element to it. Yeah. So you have to pay attention. You can't necessarily look at just the finished drawing.
1: Well, sometimes if it's a uh, a homophone, <laughs> is that when the same word means two different things? No um,
2: homophones around here.
0: What?
1: Wah, wah. Come on. Never mind. Um, you know, a uh, uh, same word that means two, same sounding word, two different meanings. I'll draw both versions. So I will like draw one and then erase it and then uh, draw the other okay. one. Okay. And then that mm. usually narrows it down. Okay. The, other, the other reason
2: why I think it's gone kind of viral is that oftentimes the drawings themselves are hilarious. Ridiculous. And sometimes, I mean, there are some real artists out there. I've, I've, a lot of people are, are screen capping the drawings yeah. and posting pictures of like, actual real art that's in this very rudimentary, basically like Mario Paint type app. I think you're thinking but of an But people, are, people are creating real real art, really impressive well, you, photos. You oh, you not photos, playing... really impressive pieces of, <laughs> yeah, of you're, sketching. And... You were playing with uh, David Hellman. So David Hellman, who is the artist uh, on Braid, who is a Ooh. Very, very good artist. You... I'm, playing, I'm playing with Jordan Mechner right now, who, um, the guy who created Prince of Persia, is a well-known game developer, but you may not know about Jordan. He's also, again, a very talented sketch artist. And so it's fascinating. It's both ends of the spectrum. Like, if you're playing with someone yeah. who's terrible, that's, uh, that's fun I'm, in its own way. I'm real bad. If you're playing with someone who's really good that's also and everything in between is fun it's yeah. it's just a great it's a, good a, a great app
1: so good for them 210 million dollars 250 grand revenue a day from a free to play game that's the <sighs> thing now the, thing to
2: the me. worry is though what's going to what's going to be the post zynga future are they going to fuck it up
1: well at least zinga was kind enough to just buy them rather than rip it off but they, they bought the entire company and uh
0: zinga knows that this could be uh just it could be a bubble right people could yeah i don't, I don't think
1: this can last it,
0: there's no way it's going to last at this growth rate. I mean, 35 million people are already playing it. Yeah, it's and, going to peak at some point. Uh, but Zynga wants the company because they want access to the new gamers.
2: But they have a lot they and they have a right. lot of and OMG Pop's not a one game. They this is just the first game of those I, that they're really blow up. I don't think up. they
0: care about that. They they care about the people who aren't gamers. Right. They care about your hairdresser. That's the thing. They, they care about people who never played Words of Friends, never played Farmville. Exactly. But Are playing this now, and and this is the true. They want to get them into Farmville.
2: This is the true mass market game because even something like Farmville or Angry Birds or whichever, you know, still you still have to learn how to play that game. Anybody can draw. Even people that can't draw can be- can, can well, draw. And,
1: and the thing is, you you can you get sucked into this. It's very easy. There's no kind of waiting. And, and there's no like, hey, plant your t- turnips come back three days later like yeah. there's in Farmville. It's very satisfying. And I literally sat down and played for two hours last night with like six or seven different people. Oh, and yeah. And was just going nonstop. And, just, and I didn't even skip. Like, I thought I'd start skipping the drawings. But watching people draw is the best part of the thing. Yeah. It's 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 uh, quite the experience.
2: Yeah, so um, um, it's 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 a great app. I am a little bit concerned about where Zynga may take it because they're going to try to monetize it every which way. Well, Zynga
1: Zeng, is really good at squeezing money out of users,
2: and there are microtransactions in the game right now, um, but they're not necessary. But they're not aggressive, and I I worry that Zynga is just a just a greedy ass company that will try and find ways to uh, to bleed you dry playing this game.
1: And on that happy note, let's talk about Facebook Photos, which just went high resolution.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, did you check it out, Norm? No, I don't like uploading
0: photos to Facebook. For which reason? Because I can use Flickr or any other album service that's
1: free. Oh. I was hoping you'd had a chance to look at that so we could talk about it a little bit. But I'm yeah. just going to move on
2: then. Okay. I I, I tried. I you know, Facebook is... Well, I looked at it today, and um, it's being rolled out gradually. So, like for example, I don't have it yet. Oh, okay. But basically, when you click on a photo and it gets blown up, it used to be those photos used to look terrible. They used to be really heavily compressed. Yeah. Now they're less compressed. Um are but,
1: they redoing did, like did they store originals for the previously uploaded Well I photos? think I think they, they do because I've downloaded originals
2: But what you can do now is you click on this little arrow in the top corner, like a maximize button, and it will take it full screen at its original resolution. So you can, so you actually, it's becoming a more, they're trying to make it an option for like Flickr quality pictures, but like inside your Facebook.
1: Well, it's always been a shame that Facebook photos have been low resolution, kind of crappy compression. Yeah. 90%
2: of those photos are crap anyway.
1: Well, but, but that's, that's always the case. That's the case on Flickr too. The difference though, is that the volume of photos being uploaded to Facebook every day dwarfs the volume of photos uploaded to every other photo service yes, on the Yes, and th- and that's their strength yeah. is that
2: if you want just a bunch of like, you know, teenage chicks pouting into a mirror oh, or man, that sounds great. You know, drunken party photos, Facebook obviously owns that particular okay. market. But those are just snapshots. What I think this is about is going this is a move going after Flickr. This is this is saying to photographers and people that care about their photographs, this is this is now a viable place for you to store, to put your pictures.
0: But it's only for friends right now. All the, all that all the privacy concerns will make it so Facebook will never allow people to browse photos like you can on Flickr. The great thing about Flickr, and to be clear, Flickr has done a terrible job of exposing great photos to people who just want to browse and maybe even license photos. Right, That will never happen on Facebook. Because no, it's privacy. just to your
1: friends. Yeah, it's just. That's to
0: your okay. friends. Well, that's not true. I'm I mean, okay you can you can post your photos publicly if you want. Right, But they would never encourage it. That would never be the default right. on Flickr. and other sites like Shutterbug and like 500 pixels, it's it, it's a place for you to upload your you know for, for real photographers to upload their photos and get a bigger audience.
1: Well, but, but that's there's two different markets. I'm totally fine with having a place to upload photos because the problem with Flickr, where Flickr breaks down, is that none of my family members have. Um, Uh, uh, Flickr accounts. So I can't take it like they have all the privacy stuff and the share with your friends share with your contacts share with your family. But since my dad and sister and mom don't have Flickr accounts it, it does no good. My mom and dad and sister have Facebook accounts so I could conceivably you know share photos with them. It'd be nice to share high resolution good pictures with them there. I don't think there's anything wrong. I, there's no, no downside. I said, no, to this. I
2: mean it's it's you know it's not necessarily a, a, a game-changing thing, but you know again, people that don't typically think of Facebook as a place for photos because they've always been badly compressed, yeah. that will no longer be a concern. Yeah.
1: Do we want to talk about human bird wings? I think that's the biggest story of this week. I, I okay. So this video I saw on TechCrunch yesterday morning. Uh, no, or we saw t- this, uh, Wednesday we saw morning. We uh, what's Tuesday morning. Tuesday, two days ago, um, and when you were over at. No, no yeah, t- I saw it when I was over here. Still, I, it was the first thing I saw okay. in the morning.
0: Yeah, t- Tuesday morning, uh, two days ago. This morning, but uh, this video popped up online mm-hmm. on YouTube, and you said a guy named over, Yarno Smeets.
1: Yeah, Smeets. Yarno Smeets. Smeets.
0: Uh, from Holland. From Holland. Of course.
1: Always the Dutch.
0: Created a set of bird wings f- using hang glider materials
1: and motors and shit. Okay, so hold on. And let's, hold on, take a step back. (laughs) There's a site, humanbirdwings.net. It's been published to for about eight months, it looks like. Yes. There's a YouTube channel that is an official Google YouTube channel, the kind that has the logo on the bar instead of the name. Yep. Uh, There was stories on Wired, uh, on Engadget, and a bunch of other places about previous videos that this has done. And the videos go back eight months and document the process of designing and building the wings, right? A set of wings. It is an elaborate. A set of wings that... Our motor-assisted. Motor-assisted that would use haptic supposedly feedback.
0: allow a person to fly like a bird. Flap, Flap a his hang glider-like arms.
1: structure right. with their arms right. and fly. It's like a modern-day Icarus. Kind Absolutely. Of Minus the wax, though. Yeah, it's the yeah. wax. That's an important part. Yeah. So the video comes out in the morning. You see it. It looks – it's shitty video, low-quality video, yeah, 480p. shaky cam. Yep kind of thing that you think, man, if this guy spent eight months building the bird wings, why would he not you know, get a good camera? But he has a GoPro on the helmet, so you think maybe you just thought, oh, I'd just get the GoPro. Sure. You were super excited. I thought this – is it's great. It's you great. said it was the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. It's what we all have always dreamed of, flying like a bird. So the now, guy takes a little run, mm-hmm, yep. flaps his arms a couple of times. Yep. Pretty convincing effort. And f-
2: soars maybe a hundred meters, kind of like the original Wright brothers' flight. Like they just oh, yeah. take off and like yeah, fly for a yeah. bit and then come back. It's down. not
1: an impressive flight, except right. for the fact that nobody's ever done this before. People have been trying since the Renaissance, right? Um, in well, well,
0: well Let's go through the entire story. Okay, we we then talked about it and said, "Wow, this." We looks- discussed it internally. We, yep, we said, "Oh, we should post this as a story. This looks like uh, it would be if it was real. It would be amazing." And uh, but. We also were a little skeptical, yeah. And since we work with uh, known skeptics, yeah. Now we reached out to them—people who and, bust
2: myths for a living, neither. I thought. Yeah. heard. That's... And
0: and <laughs> yes, Gary. Thanks, Gary. We uh, we reached out to them um, and it's, said, you know, what do you guys, conversation? What do you guys think about this? You know, and we got a response that said, hey, you know, there's nothing overtly that says it's fake, judging by the low res YouTube video. Uh, it's okay. I think we we can post and be skeptical, but also explain how this would, could possibly work. And so we posted it, and, and then uh, Jamie, um,
1: who is who's an accomplished, he's uh, a builder of things, yes, robot Eng- engineer, and cool shit, and and like for example, the the example he gave in the in the first post mm-hmm. is. Uh, the Batman, the Batman shoot, shoot. You know, remember in the first in the Tim Burton, the first Tim Burton Batman movie, mm-hmm. when he pulls a thing off of his belt, shoots a grappling hook up onto a railing, and then hoists himself thirty meters. Right. He asked her, basically, how much do
0: you weigh? And she's right. like one hundred twenty pounds. He goes, "You weigh a little more than one hundred twenty yeah. pounds."
2: Yeah. So uh, replicated by uh, Kevin Smith in mole as exa- I as I recall.
1: Exactly. It's a it's a <laughs> brilliant <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. It's the high point of yeah. actually. It's it's the high point of his special effects work. I think. Yeah. Um. So. He, you know, Jamie says, look, there are motors that produce enough power to do blah, 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 all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is I, – I I, can't say whether the video is, uh, you know, true or not. Right. But technically speaking, this is something that is not outside the realm of possibility given today's composite materials right. and motors and batteries right. and all that stuff. Writes up a good post for the, for the story. Posts it, talks to a bunch of people uh, this morning or this afternoon, I guess, uh, Dutch time. Yarno. Whose name is actually something else. Yep, um, comes clean and says, "Look, the whole bird wings thing is an elaborate hoax designed to talk about hoaxes on the web as part of it. Seems like a documentary, maybe. I, I think it is a documentary like, about hoaxes. It is. About hoaxes.
0: It was one of the more elaborate hoaxes. It's I mean, the
1: most elaborate hoax. One of the most
0: elaborate hoaxes, hoaxes I've seen
1: on the internet
2: yeah. and
0: i mean the last i'm always
2: w- like, even after they remember those crash bandicoot or those sony commercials that were yeah. shot as like a bunch of kids like just doing uh, kind of was like found footage shaky cam right. like playing around with crazy ass weapons but it was clearly fake it's yeah like, like i've always been skeptical about these things just because like those
1: are jackson dexter weren't they
2: jacks jack dexter but the last big whatever. one i think
1: yeah.
0: that got the internet buzz about was the uh the one for wipeout do you remember that um the magnets one the tv what? show no 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 the the game wipeout for playstation um they took the, the magnets and they created that track and it was fake. Oh right, yeah. Uh but it was based on the Oh right. Exactly, yes. Uh and I, I thought that looked really real. Um but the institute that produced that video yeah. was not a real institute. So that was a fake video. The last big one that captured the nature and the tension, of course, was the Balloon Boy. Oh yeah, they got into trouble for that. Yeah,
1: yeah but that was obviously fake.
0: Well, <laughs> there were many holes in that one, and they didn't have eight months of YouTube.
1: Right. I um, mean, the thing is, this one, this one, this person went to a massive amount of effort to make a very elaborate, very believable fake story. Right. Which you know, at, I think at some point or another, somebody in the comments said, "Look, for the amount of effort he put into this, he probably could have actually built the wings. Yeah. And yeah. He could have adapted a hang glider so it would flap and make him fly a little bit." So anyway, uh stories up on the site. Jamie wrote another post today, kind of a, a post-mortem, uh postmortem and it's up there too. I thought it was very informative and interesting. Yeah. Uh you should definitely go check it out. And I'm sure we'll be talking about this at some point in the future. I hope um, I'm hoping maybe when we get those well, gets like, back like from any tour, I I think you got to give him credit cuz a lot of people were saying, "Oh, you
0: know, he he was on the wrong side of it uh, because he was defending the video. But what he was saying in this first post was that you shouldn't dismiss it just because you think it looks like CG or it could be CG from the first YouTube video. Even though, if you watch it, it kind of does look like CG. Yeah. Uh, there are problems with shadows if you look at it carefully. But he was saying that these people put so much effort – if you look at the motors that they bought in in their photos and their other videos, I mean some – like this uh, rendering software they use in their video stuff was clearly not like the right time of CAD software you would use. Right. But from the mechanics of it, they did their homework.
1: Yeah, they, they, they knew enough about what they wanted to do to make something that was very convincing from a technical standpoint. The interesting thing to me is that the people who are into CG looked at the video and were immediately like, oh, here's the keyframe where they switched from the CG one to the, from the physical one to the CG one. Here's the green screen guy that was superimposed that covers the cut. <laughs> Etc. Thanks, Chloe, for barking. I think you might need to go out or something.
2: It's probably a good thing that they didn't have YouTube like in the early 20th century. Like, if the Wright brothers had posted a video of their first flight at Kitty Hawk, like, yeah. there'd be people all in the comments going, "This is fake." Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> bullshit. So, so, mechanical bird. Pff, yeah.
2: Um. Well, to be continued. You're ho- all, all like high on opium and stuff, posting on YouTube. Ah. Oh.
1: Wow, those were the days. You get your YouTube opium den just chilling out down there. That's a terrible idea. This is, <laughs> yeah. this, is this is so yeah. why would you have computers in an opium den? Dude, dude, I'm that so high on sense. opium right now. And watching YouTube. Um,
2: yeah. Watching I think today'd be Pan Express.
1: I'm watching hoping YouTube. I'm hoping we can sit down with the guys when they're back from tour and talk about this stuff in more depth. Here's it's my really question. Interesting.
2: If it is if what Jamie says is true, which, you know, he's obviously an extremely smart guy, no know reason mm-hmm. to doubt him. If if he says that technically all this could be done, why hasn't it been done? Because this guy was a CG artist. No, yeah. but why hasn't someone else done it? If it's theoretically possible within, if if Jamie can look at that and say yes, yeah, someone could theoretically do this based with, with these resources and this basic uh, approach to the to the technology. Why hasn't someone actually done it? I'd say probably nobody thought it could be. I mean, it may be that nobody put the pieces
1: together. You know, mm. it sounds like something it may be a test. It may be that this is something. This is this is the first step.
2: Okay. Yeah, this hoax will, uh, you know. Hey, for the first time in history, a hoax would actually maybe have a positive impact and it might inspire someone to actually do it. The Piltdown That would be such an
0: egg on the CG guy's face because he spent so much money and effort creating this hoax, you know. And yes, he got attention, but the people that, if if it turns out someone actually (laughs) does it, the people that do it will get so much more credibility. I still think the best hoax
2: um, of the last (laughs) 100 years is the Hitler Diaries. Fantastic.
1: Um, I think Chloe's going to go into the other room now. Uh, let's, I, hold on, What's the Hitler diaries? I you never heard about the Hitler is? diaries?
2: No. So in hold the, on, um, a, okay, go ahead. It's not going to. You know, don't worry, i am not going to. Okay, go, okay, okay. In no. the, I think it was in the 1980s. Uh, there was a guy who claimed to have discovered Hitler's diaries. Okay, and they were. Was uh, this like Al Capone's vault? Basically, tried to tried to sell them to a to a, an, an August. British newspaper, I think it was the Sunday Times. Okay, and uh, they had some top top historians come in and review these documents, and, and they, they looked
1: at like the actual paper and dated. Yeah, it they were the ori- kind of originals.
2: Of they were all in Hitler's German handwriting, and handwriting. Graphologists came in, and carbon dating people came in, and looked at the pages and said these are all and top top historians that were experts in Hitler and World War ii and whatever came in and said these are these are the real thing, and the Sunday Times ran them, and it was a big big story uh almost as big as the story a couple of weeks later when it was um uh, revealed that they were in fact all completely flat. so how did so- and the, and the reputation of the historians and the people that signed off on them never recovered like people looked really really bad Done.
1: yeah i well i love wow. reading those stories cuz like the the best the best fakes when somebody you know comes up and gets 200 year old paper to generate a, a fake piece of art or something like that it's always really interesting
2: well and the thing is this guy apparently had just taken paper and just you know like thrown bleach at it and just we oh, not even all- oh, wow. it wasn't even old paper well no no he had oh. it was it was all and that was the thing it was all like kitchen sink techniques but it fooled all these experts in history there's a great book about it called oh. selling hitler which is all about how he did it oh, and how people great. were fooled and what the fallout was it's a great story i'll have to check it out yeah. but the guy that's who really got good.
0: the photo album from the eagles nest that's real right I don't care about because that's remember in Banner Brothers last episode. Yeah, I think
2: that was real. Okay.
0: Um, but okay. You,
2: you think there's so many ways you can Kirtle get tripped winners. up either on the dating of the paper or the handwriting or, or the ink. this is inconsistent with yeah. Hitler's other writings or all kinds of things that he he passed all these tests.
1: The fact that you use 60s slang in your in your uh, Hitler diaries, yeah, groovy man.
2: It was it was, an, it was an interesting and, story. Yeah,
1: talked about how awesome Harry Truman was. Mm-hmm. Yeah fascinating uh the faa is going to review electronics use in airplanes during takeoff and landing oh thank goodness as we all know the greatest travesty of the 21st century is that you cannot use your kindle while the airplane is taking off but you can use a traditional book you you can use a book you can use a you can't use a calculator actually no you can use a razor can you use your electric wristwatch your digital wristwatch you can use your digital can you calculate on that if it has a calculator on it
0: that is a very good question.
1: These are the these are the these oh. are the hard hitting questions that we're going to find out.
0: Um, so Nick Bilton from the New York Times uh, has made it a habit to bug the FAA occasionally uh, about this.
1: Um, he hates magazines.
0: Well, he maybe he just loves his Kindle those, that those,
1: much. Those twenty minutes are the last time. That, that's the last bastion of the magazine in the printed book.
2: It's actually the. I mean, the irony of it is, is that takeoff and landing is when I'm most anxious on a flight, and that's when I most want to be distracted. Yeah. Yeah. And in this day and age, I don't carry around physical newspapers or books. I That's want to why, read my Kindle or my Mall. iPad or something. No, oh, I thank God for Sky Mall.
1: Yeah, I see. I always stop in that bookstore in the United Terminal uh, and pick up a magazine. Even if, like I have the digital version of Wired on my iPad. Right. I will usually grab a copy of Wired or The Atlantic or something like that and carry it with me, so I have some stuff to read during takeoff and landing. So is
2: this the beginning of the FAA relaxing these rules? I don't know, Norm. Is it? Well, what the FAA,
0: the, the rep said to Nick Bilton when he actually bugged them last week about it was that, yes, we we're actually going to finally review what electro- electronics in the modern era right. could be used on an airplane He yeah. explain what the problem was and why there's been a holdup. So the last time they did a review was in 2006, and that's when they... That's pre-iPhone, right? That is... No, it's... Uh, yeah, no, pre-iPhone. Yeah, pre-iPhone, pre-tablets, pre-Kindle, I think, and they basically said, cell phone's bad. Wi-Fi okay, and that's why we have Wi-Fi on airplanes. Oh, I like um, Wi-Fi, on not airplanes. during takeoff and landing, though. Again,
2: they tell you they right. want the whole device off. So
0: the reason it takes so long to get these devices approved is that for them to approve something like an iPad, they would have to test every variation of the iPad, right? Every model on an empty flight with no passengers on every single type of commercial airplane,
2: right?
1: And, that and, is, and not just every type but every configuration
2: and color, I understand why they're super cautious about this because if one day an iPad does bring down an airplane, everyone's getting fired you know you don't want to be the guy that that didn't do it yeah because that's the real tragedy diligence. if
1: an airplane crashes is that somebody gets fired yeah no it's bad news right yeah. it's not I mean but on the other hand electric interference is something like it would something we understand fairly well yeah. it, it seems like and that's and,
0: and people chimed in people who are you know Pilots and people who fly their own small planes and say yeah. they can notice—you know—cell phones definitely have
1: some effect on the communications equipment. We've we've talked about this before. Like used, the FAA has for a long time given multiple multiple uh, reasons, or actually they've not given reasons, but there've been multiple theories about the reasons for this. One is they want people to have full attention during the takeoff and landing procedure in case you need to evacuate the plane quickly. Right? right? That's clearly not the case because otherwise they'd walk around and wake up all the people that are sleeping during landing and all that stuff. Um the other is that it causes inter- interference with the avionics or the communications equipment, which is I guess is possible. There have been many tests done with you know with lots of different cell phones. Yeah.
0: And uh it's it's they've never obviously had an incident where a cell phone has
2: brought down a plane. Well, and people but they've, use, they've heard the interference. People will use anecdotal information and say, Oh, well, I use my cell phone during a landing one time and nothing happens. Like, yeah, but that one time. But again, if suddenly everyone's doing it during landing all the time, who knows what Right. Know, could so the new tests that the FAA are going to
0: conduct uh, will not include cell phones. They're still putting cell phones off limits, but they're going to try to be more understanding with tablets and e-readers because there are so many of them
1: now. Best case for Amazon Pilots they allow e-book readers but not tablets. Is, wow. is the is yeah. the flip
2: side of this argument that, that our society is kind of jacked up that – Yes. We, we can't even have these devices off for 15 minutes yes. anymore. This is. We, we, we start, start to feel like freaking out because my Kindle or my iPad is shut down for 10 minutes. Well, Remember the at is, the
1: beginning when I said this is the greatest travesty of the 21st century? I was being sarcastic.
0: Oh, I see. I, I think people are more annoyed that the, the rules say you have to turn off your
2: devices completely. Oh, I nobody know. ever does that. I know. Everyone's put. Nobody ever mode. does no, that. No, I do. that. Really? I try to be a, a good citizen. Airplane mode. No, they, they tell them that these That's why they say to you these days: airplane mode is not good enough. Please turn yeah. the whole thing off.
0: I, I was on a pl- uh, the flight uh, My back on slipped. Sunday morning, and is this uh, we the had, one
1: that did the emergency crash this, stop. W- the emergency stop. Yeah. And, um, was your iPad in airplane mode? Was not. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you, you could have been your fault. They said, okay. So way to go, Chan. The plane was supposed to take off at seven thirty. We're finally on the runway at eight fifteen. It's already forty five minutes. I've already had a forty five minute nap at that point because it was early. Yeah, and I could feel the plane accelerating, and I was like, "Oh, are we stopping? No, we're accelerating to get off, finally take off." And this is like an hour long flight from Anaheim to San Francisco, and then the brakes are slammed before, right before takeoff. Or I've before never had that lift happen in before. The air. Flight attendant says, "Everyone, stay calm." Yeah, that's and then the captain and we s- sit there, and the captain says, "Oh, the computer beeped <laughs> unexpectedly right before we lifted off." And we're gonna to try to figure out what happened.
1: Oh shit! And then the they cancel the flight entirely, and then
0: right? Cancel the flight entirely. Yeah, all because Look, of airplane mode. At the, the end of the iPad. day,
2: at the end of the day, it's often an inconvenience. But I would always rather them err on the side of caution. If I, if, if something weird bleeps, I would I'd much rather the captain say like we should probably check that out rather than ah it'll be all right.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I, I, I hey, if, if it goes bad, we'll circle around and yeah, land. I, yeah. I don't mind error on the
2: side
0: of caution. I just want these tests to be done so we know. And yes, they're expensive, but there's also a lot of bureaucracy that they need to cut through to actually yeah. conduct tests. Well,
1: think of all the man hours wasted by people in the 10 minutes on either side of landing and takeoff where they could be, uh, you know, reading Kindle books. I or mean, rather
2: not. not saucy erotica. I mean, I you, would rather not be ignorant about yeah. it. I mean, you notice it um, when you la- and, I, and I'm as I'm as guilty as anyone else of this, um, but you notice it when you land and you see suddenly the second they hit the ground, everyone gets their iPhone out. Or their whatever their, their device devices, as though they've been underwater and they're now just coming up for air, like they've been holding their breath as long as they can. Kind of like, oh, finally, I can reconnect to the to the See, world.
1: Now, <laughs> yeah. I I miss I'm, I when I fly on a flight with Wi Fi, I miss that because it's like it's like oh, but if you if you've been on the internet the entire time, then you don't get that kind of uh, release, right? It's
2: right, a little disappointing. And this, I mean, you know, I love. Wi Fi is the greatest thing on these planes. I'm always so bummed when they don't have it because, like, especially if you have a long flight, like a five or six hour flight, if you've got Wi Fi, the flight goes like that. Oh, yeah. If you don't, nope. Man, it's agony. Chair in the sky. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I, uh, I, the worst thing ever is getting on the flight that you think is going to have Wi Fi and then they, they get to altitude. Yeah. And they're like, no, the Wi Fi is broken. Sorry yeah. for the inconvenience. And, yeah. And that's when you spend your Wi Fi money on some booze. Oh, my God. And then you go to sleep. I, I literally, I, but the last time that happened to me, I literally thought, shit, if I had known that, I would have taken the flight that was four hours from now
2: to avoid the Wi-Fi situation. There's, there's, there's a bigger discussion maybe for another, another day about how we've become addicted to being connected. And, 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 and the irony is we, well, re- is we retreat from the immediate world around us because we're obsessed with the, the wider world. Like I'm not talking to the person right in front of me because I'm too busy tweeting and yeah. wondering what else is going on. You're missing missing life,
1: so that you live life more.
2: And I'm the worst. I was over at IGN the other day, and I was in their bathroom.
1: You are the worst. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I Everybody to, agrees, and I
2: will continue to be the worst. Don't touch my knee. I was, <laughs> I was at a stall, and there's a guy next to me, urinating also.
1: Hold on. Were you in the stall or were you at the urinal? No, I
2: not in the stall. Whatever. There's. I'm at the, You're I'm the at,
1: divider. I'm at the. There's a. There's a thing. There's. Are a you divider. a phone bathroom? Are you a urinal bathroom? Well, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling
2: my story. Okay. Sorry. So there's a guy next to me, and he's got his. Presumably, I'm not looking at this, but he's got presumably got his dick in one hand. Great. And his iPhone in the other. Really? Less That's overt. gross. And I'm like, that is awful. You are the worst. And then, and then I look over and I'm like, wait, I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> no, no way. Your iPhone in one hand. Which uh, hand? Yeah. Left or right? What? Why would you do that? The potential for dropping yeah. is real bad. Because what if a fantastic tweet happens while I'm urinating? No. I must know about it immediately. What What if there's... What if you need both hands for some reason?
1: You know what? We're waiting what if there's a, a water mess? Gary, I... What? 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 I don't know. What, what a you, mess? <laughs> what is that? Norm, Norm, is there something you need to tell us? No, but what
2: if you You'll need two hands for one reason or another? Why would you need two hands? What if you what if like I you think know. no I think Norm is trying to fake boast here. Yeah, I know. This is a humble <laughs> brag.
1: Well wait a paltro. Paltrow. Yeah, she's the world's greatest humble bragger. Is she really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. My life is so fantastic. I hang out with Mario Batali all the time, go to oh. Italy. Hmm. Okay. Fake English accent. All right.
0: Huh. Um That's just weird. Why? That's creepy. But are, people are, do it all the time. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> no, it's a thing. No, that's why they have the signs in front of you. <laughs> you know the the, the best av- the best advertising spot is the frame on top of the urinal. urinal. Yeah, it's complete. Well, and I audience.
2: and I always appreciate when you go to like a bar, especially mm-hmm. like sports bars, do this. Like got, yeah. and, they, and they put they've got like today's newspapers yeah. on the But like, why would I look at yesterday's news when I can see <laughs> a, immediate tweets happening right now? The, the best—that's what they should do. Replace those. I've uh, seen that with the TV. Yeah, with like, with like Twitter feeds and
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah hashtags. That, yeah, that's that's more like it. Did I tell you when we went to remember we went to breakfast the other day at Cliff House? I went in as we were getting ready to leave, went into the restroom, and when I was in there, there was about a five-year-old kid standing at the urinal with his pants around his knees and his hands up in the air doing the butters, like the full butters urination. Have you, yes, Did I tell yeah, you that? Yes. I, I walked in there, and I almost had to like turn around Two and leave. Two hands up. Two hands and up. Pants at the pants knees. Pants at the knees. Oh, no. Shirt up. Shirt up. <laughs> full on just just standing, letting it wave. And I I, I was like – and and I went around, I, I did my, my business and I went back and the kid's dad was at the at the at the hand washing place, you know, helping his other kid wash his hands. And I said, You realize and he was like, Yeah, I think it's really fucking funny and I just laughed. I just had to laugh. I just want to say, the just in my defense,
2: there, you remember that whole commercial that was about how people I think it was Windows Phone yeah. had that whole thing where like the Season guy, of the Witch. And everyone's saying, Really? Because like they're looking at the phone when that they couldn't make it, at it okay. There's like the, there's like the hot wife in the lingerie. She's like, dude, I'm right here. Why are you looking at your phone? One of those things was a guy who drops his phone in the urinal because he know. is looking at tweets right. and stuff while he's peeing. So it's not just me. No, people do. You're part of people, society's greater I'm not, problems. I'm not. I'm like, not. I'm telling you, just just in a wider context. Like when I, it's very hypocritical. But when I'm at a supermarket or anywhere really, and I see people wandering around like a zombie staring at their phone, I'm like. You do it. You're doing life wrong. Well, I do that. I, do it, I, I do it as
1: well. well I put my in, grocery list on the phone in the next. Yeah, but th- th- that's not
2: always what they're doing. They just, they just. I, I think there's a really weird human psychological thing going on where people don't want to be engaged in the immediate think, world around. I think
1: them. we need to have an intervention for you, Gary. Why is that? Uh, Like we just watched that episode of Nine Hundred Two while, while we're waiting for Norm, where Dylan had the intervention because he had a drug and and, and pill problem. I think it's time to have an internet intervention with you. If you can't go to the bathroom
2: without well, checking your phone, we, it's not just me though. Like we, we've, we've been talking for a while now about do, about, about doing say. the uh, doing the internet wilderness thing. When's that going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I guess we could do that. I think we, we should do. That. I'll
1: donate the house. We can turn off the internet here for the weekend. Gina can be the monitor. You can't be your house. You're too comfortable here. It needs to be a place you're not comfortable.
2: You can have I'm internet. You can have internet here. though, but it's got to be just internet going out because you want to be able to document it. You just can't have yeah. any input.
1: Well, we could we so. we we like. put some of these cameras, put the cameras all through the house and have like like do Big Brother real world style. Maybe we can oh, get Vinny, to, Vinny or Joey to crazy. come in. Crazy. Camera switch.
0: I was going to say though, in the next uh, Saints Row game or Carmageddon, they should give extra points for if you run over pedestrians that are looking down to cell phones. Yes.
1: Uh Poop snails. That's the next thing on the list. I wrote this uh yesterday. Was that yesterday or today? This I can't more. remember. Yeah. Uh, there. You know how birds eat like a piece of fruit or a nut or a seed, and then they fly a certain distance. They poop out the seed, and then the seed grows into a plant. I didn't know that. Well, okay. So one of the ways that that plants spread their seed across the world is by making it de- delectable for birds or animals. Yes, they will eat like a, a animal will eat a peach. The peach pit goes through the digestive tract because you know, like you feed it feed a, a Three toed sloth, a, a peach, it's probably going to eat the seed. Okay. Uh, eventually, that seed will migrate through the animal's digestive tract. Right. E- emerge as poo. Yes. And uh, then become one with the earth and grow into a mighty peach tree. Okay. This is a part of the circle of life. hmm. Turns out it works with animals too. A couple of people, a couple of different people, one team in Japan and one team someplace that was undetermined, uh, tested snails they they fed snails to different kinds of birds ducks in one case mallards uh and then measured the amount of time it took the birds to pass the snails and uh tested the bird the snails in the bird poop to see how many of them were still alive and, and how long they lived yep and they live the birds there's two reasons this oh, happens it's, it's really Lemmy interesting Winks. it is lemmiwings except for the other way yeah and Lemmy Winks was was, was in yes, the outdoor. yes um two reasons this happens. One is that birds have really fast digestive tracts. They're they're focused on getting food through, even though it's less efficiency, removing calories and energy from the food. And two is that snails are adapted for kind of hostile conditions because they have the shell and they can do all sorts of things and survive acid and stuff. Do you
0: think those snails taste better? I don't know. Is it, is it
1: like the – You think uh, it's like the Kobe, Kobe, the Kobe Luwak? Luwak? But – for for uh for snails, you know the Kobe Luwak's really cruel to the animals. It turns out the civets, yeah. the civets, the Kobe Luwak is the civet poop coffee. Mm-hmm. It's uh, they feed the civets the coffee cherries, and then they harvest. I took the... that from the old office. I have it in my kitchen. You the uh, feed that to people. The, and don't the tell poo. Them what it is. No, no, no. I have the. Oh, you have the poo. And I lucite. have the poo. Yes. The lucite
0: poo. The lucite poo. Yeah, in, in,
1: in the wooden box. If I wasn't in a the commemorative poo, yeah, coffee, yeah. It's it's a little turd in, encased in lucite. It's just kind of gross. Um, You look really bored with this topic, Gary.
2: I mean, I'd be lying if I told you this is a <laughs> subject I had That's a lot of That's your challenge, Will. Make this interesting you don't think- for Gary. They're, Imagine- not, they're not all going to be gold for me. Imagine I have a wide variety of interests, but, but snails surviving inside the digestive tract of a duck is, is not high on the list it's, it's like air travel for snails
1: don't you ever wonder when you go to a lake or something you see the beware the new zealand mud snail or whatever i mean, I mean look zebra striped and I mean, it's a deadly invader
2: look the faa story for example relevant to my interests i fly occasionally <laughs> i like electronics unless there is a major major upheaval yeah. in the food chain you don't on like Earth, i'm very unlikely to ever be eaten by a duck so it's like why does this why how does this affect me? <laughs> what if what if space ducks come? Well, and, that's what I'm saying. In, right. But that's but that's let's be honest, that's unlikely. What if we're suddenly out evolved by ducks? Ducks F- grow a thousand times larger. I would say, I'm not a, really a betting man. I well, I am, that duck. But like I'm not s I'm not a stati- I'm not an expert on statistics and probability. But I would I would guess that FAA relaxing rules on electronic devices on planes is more likely than an invasion of space ducks.
1: Maybe in fifty years we'll genetically engineer ducks to be larger and use them for air travel. Instead of going air, you know, airplanes, we'll have giant well, cargo ducks. Well,
2: when that happens, yes, bring it back up on the podcast, and then I'll be interested. Okay, very good. <laughs> we'll we'll make you a genetically engineered snail shell. Until, until then, with you. <laughs> Moving on. Do you like lasers, Gary? Depends on how what they are, how they're being used. How it, it, are they beneficial to me?
1: What about a laser that burns so hot it ignites the fusion reaction in a type of fuel pellet? Two megajoule laser, so much energy it could lift a one kilogram weight two hundred kilometers in the air. So you're what's saying, the practical application? Fusion power. All right. Also, what you mean like in Back to the Future, Mister Fusion? Just like that, but but to generate electricity or on mass in the Saint,
2: we're. <laughs> Uh, that was cold, was cold
1: fusion. That's that's fake. Oh yeah, don't that is not real.
2: Damn. I'm always looking for the practical upshot. Elizabeth Theor- Shue. Theory Why is great, fail? but I'm always concerned like how does this get back well, to making Gary's life better? So
1: you know how we waste an incredible amount of energy? We we get an incredible amount of our energy from fossil fuels and stuff like that. Yes, so we yeah. do not burn. Yeah. Or alternately the alternatives are wind power, which puts a whole shitload of windmills all over the place, which are there's kind of negatives to that too, because they're right. bad for birds. And right. A little bit unsightly. Yeah. And or then there's a bunch of other efficient. Yeah, not not particularly efficient. Uh then there's nuclear Nuclear power, f- fission power, yeah. which is is High pretty Japan. good, uh, but you know, not, there's not, some negative not side yeah, effects, yeah. and like the the side effects from that take twenty thousand years to degrade. Yeah, not brilliant, It's bad news. Uh, and Solar's, then solar, not particularly efficient. Solar is not real good right now. Yeah. Um, couple of interesting power stories. One is that uh, people over at Lawrence Livermore have built a the world's first two megajoule uh, ultraviolet laser. Okay. So a megajoule is a Fair Not a massive amount of energy, but it's a lot of energy for a laser to put in a, in a single pulse um, and it's one of the things that they think will move us closer to, toward being able to create fusion energy. Uh, right. So fusion energy is like harnessing the power of the sun. The byproducts are relatively minor. they degrade in like 10 or twelve years and uh and the promise is that you can burn water to make limitless energy, basically. So you take the hydrogen that's in water, combine it, it makes helium, and unlock a massive amount of energy. I've got
2: a feel that time. we'll get there one day. Fifty and, years, and what? A, I mean, it'll be the greatest thing for society ever when yeah. that happens. You'll be old by then, used up, yeah. more so. Yeah.
1: Um, the other interesting power thing that we had on the site this week was the thing that for, from Maggie's book, uh, Maggie kurth Baker's book uh, from Boing Boing about uh, cap- using using caves to store energy. Yes,
0: batteries are a problem. That's why lithium uh, is a problem. Well, yeah, chemical batteries. uh, To scale them to uh, the size which we need to store battery or power for cities, it's not possible right now. So uh, there's there's an idea that we could use caves to store our power, compress air. That's
1: just crazy talk, Norm. How would you use a cave to store electricity? Well, you
0: compress air into it. You you use extra power to run uh, compress air compressors, pack that air into a cave, which is relatively safe. And uh, and then release the uh, the compressed air when you need that energy to run generators. So what happens if you dig a hole in your
1: backyard and you hit the
0: you, hit the air air cave? You would not be able to dig deep enough. Okay. There would be mighty deep caves. Okay, but I think it's, just, it's it's an interesting concept. I think we we need, we need good batteries. Yeah, well, good ways ba- to store batter- energy. Yeah, well, yeah, B- battery technology is due for. I mean, energy generation is a big problem, but battery technology. Needs a revolution.
1: Isn't that one of the... Wasn't that the basis of Batman Returns? Wasn't that the whole thing? Was that Christopher Walken was building a giant battery rather oh, than a power plant? that movie at all. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, uh, Selena Kyle found out. Right.
0: He was going to store all the energy elsewhere... In a, yeah, in uh,
1: what was supposed to be a new plant, but, but it was actually right, a capacitor uh, and, and
0: Bruce Wayne did the research and said, yeah. we have an energy surplus, so we don't need to generate we don't, we don't need this, uh, but he was going to basically store all
2: energy and then hold the city for ransom and then sell it back to the city.
1: Yep. you know what's, I mean he's going to play this city like a hound from hell
2: there's no there's, there's no easy or obvious solution that's within our technological grasp right now, but I always think it's kind of weird and, and bizarre that you know here on earth. We scrabble around for like tiny little pieces. Oh, I found some coal. I got some oil or some gas over here. These tiny amounts of like finite resources, and but ninety million miles away, there is a vast nuclear furnace, many, many, many times larger than the Earth, which is you know dispensing more energy every millisecond than we could ever use in a hundred years. And we just we don't short of putting up solar panels here on Earth we don't know how to get really anything from it. That's the sphere.
1: Really interesting you mentioned that because one of the things that I posted earlier today, uh, well, okay, so the Mars Messenger uh, probe, which is, I think, the second probe to go to, uh, sorry, the Mercury Messenger probe, which is the first probe to go to Mercury and the first thing to orbit it, or second probe to go to Mercury and the first first thing to orbit it, has been there for a year now. It has done all sorts of laser imaging and all sorts of stuff of crazy, crazy science stuff on the planet. Right. Uh, it was a good post about that on Wired earlier this week. But at the same time, Warren Ellis tweeted something this morning that was fascinating, and it's a talk from an Oxford uh, Institute for the Future Human—I can't remember some some uh, like you know five hundred years in the future uh, research institute at, at Oxford University in England uh, had posted a YouTube talk explaining how we could basically dismantle Mercury and make a Dyson sphere out of Mercury. Out of the materials, of Mercury, right? To make to basically give us infinite
2: energy. It was a really good talk. I, I mean, mean, a, Di- a, a Dyson sphere is obviously vastly beyond. I mean, it's so out there. There's it's not it's, enough it's, materials. You would need to. I mean, to- like, even like you've got to remember, even in Star Trek, right, where they're 400 yeah. years in the future, and they've got replicators and transporters, they encounter a Dyson sphere and they're like, this is
1: ridiculous. Well, his, his, like, his... Even
2: to Star Trek people, like, a Dyson sphere is nuts.
1: So the talk goes into a lot of detail. I don't, I'm not going to get into it here because I'll mess it up. But basically, he said, if you dismantle Mercury, and instead of making a solid kilometers thick thing, which is the original idea of Fremantle Dyson uh, and what was depicted in Star Trek, uh, the one with Scotty, I think the mm-hmm. next generation Relics. episode with Scotty, yeah. Uh, what he's talking about, what he's actually talking about is making a swarm of basically plates. just energy collectors, yes, v- relatively small, relatively light satellites. Uh, satellites. That's what that I'm saying. Like, so, in my
2: in my yeah. idea, which is not based on any scientific basis at all, other than it just seems like it should kind of be able to work if we had the technology, is to build like a vast solar farm like around Mercury or something. Yeah, it's much closer to the sun, and, there's, and the energy hasn't dissipated to anything like the same degree. If you could actually build and shield that stuff and then figure out a way to transport the mm-hmm. energy back. Right, again, no. the sun is to all intents and purposes an unlimited source of energy. Well, it's generating more energy than we can ever ever use if we can just figure out how to get it. Well, right? that's that's the point of
1: the talk is that he's talking about taking apart mercury and maybe venus too to build a giant dyson sphere that's much much like the thing that we've talked about in the past that has an infinite amount of material more than it is the solar system is at one that's astronomical a scary unit future. Why is that a scary future? Like
0: I like where we are right now, but harnessing that much power
1: and with no way to store it. Well, but in order to leave the solar system, you have to have that much power. Oh, it's true. Absolutely. Like, that's, that's, that's where yeah. you're talking We're about. We're talking about hundreds and it's hundreds interstellar of years traffic.
0: beyond right. our know, capabilities yeah. today.
1: Uh, but he's saying you can take apart Mercury in about 50 years if you uh, harness take the power of In 50 Neumann years. machines. Invest in my Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. Dism-
0: dismantle Mercury. Well, the, the, for the future. But the
1: idea is, you build self replicating machines that generate, you know, more machines out of Mercury, and then they build the things. And one of the all um, of this stuff is way
2: in. in I don't the know reason. if you ever saw the movie Sunshine, the Danny. Yeah, Benham it's movie. fantastic. It's a lovely well, movie, and it's got parts. it just got third act problems. And you know, um, obviously, the science of reigniting the sun and stuff is all kind of cockamamie. But I always, I, I always felt that it did a fantastic job of presenting in a way that no other movie ever has. The, the the majesty and the scale and the heat and the light of the sun. Okay. Yeah. It's like they like they have an observation lounge on the ship, right? Um, where, you know, they're looking at the sun and it just seems incredibly, incredibly bright. And then you realize it's actually behind a massive polarized filter that is put that is actually blocking out like ninety eight percent of the light. And there's More. a th- there's, Yeah, there's, well there's a yeah. scene there's a scene where the scientist says, can you let more light in? And the computer is saying like, you will you'll burn your eyes out. Yeah. And, you, and, they're still, and they're still like 20, 30 million miles away from it. Worst there. sunburn ever. And he says, can you turn it up? Like what's Point the maximum? What's the maximum? Yeah, just put it up one tenth of one more percent. And she opens up the, the, the polar filter a little bit and it's just like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And you get a scale. And, you know, the, 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 this is when we blow our minds, right? You think about the scale of the universe and things that we can't ever possibly comprehend. Like the ridiculous degree, like the sun is so hot that it's composed of all these like heavy metals and they're in a gaseous state. Like mm-hmm. th- it's not even liquid, it's a fucking gas. Yep. That's how hot the sun is. And you can't even comprehend it. But I always thought, for whatever, if you've never seen sunshine, it's worth watching just from a scientific perspective. It gives you this tiny little glimpse of just how insane the sun is. And it's only. A medium-sized star. There are stars out there that are vastly bigger and hotter, even than that. It just blows your mind to think about. The thing I liked about that movie is that basically the spaceship is a, gi-
1: a the whole spaceship is basically a giant umbrella that's just designed to make a shadow. So the place where the people are,
2: yes, doesn't it's just catch a massive fire. shield, massive yeah. solar shield, and they all live behind that shield. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's good. It, it, third act problem It's a good movie. Right, good
1: I, movie. I, I think I'm going like to
2: go it. watch it again. It's a, a really good movie. Very beautifully put together. It feels very real, even though again the science good music, is kind of soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, fantastic soundtrack. It, it it's weird at the end, though. The The third act kind of... Cla- Most people agree the third act kind of collapses, but up until that point, it's a really, really well-done movie. Firefighting robots. Ooh,
1: see, okay, I like this. You're, you're here, right? Not only are they firefighting robots, they're firefighting grenade-tossing robots. Uh, the <laughs> naval... Some naval research laboratory, NRL or NHL or something like that, uh, basically has, has been working with a bunch of different engineers around the country to design a robot that can be used in shipboard circumstances for firefighting. And one of the... You know, it can shoot you know, things that put fires out like out of a hose, water, anti-flame retardants, whatever. Mm-hmm. It also has grenades that it can throw at the source of the fire that then explode and put fire retardant, flame retardant out into oh, the center of okay. the fire. So they're building grenade-throwing robots for so fires. Yeah. All right, I like that. Totally approve of that. Yeah, it sounds good, right? Yeah. Except for they're building autonomous... Uh, autonomous. 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 Oh, wow, I'm God. tired. Uh, autonomous robots that can throw grenades that seems like maybe
2: and this is good because you know we don't want to put our brave human firefighters in unnecessary danger and i'm well, sure these robots can get closer and, and stay in to proximity to fire you're, much you're more about like terminal three, 3, 3 when yeah. hacks into all
1: i'm thinking about like, what happens when it goes wrong uh but i mean they only have 30 minutes worth of battery so we're probably <laughs> yeah. okay i mean you can't do a whole lot of once again over the battery world is in the 30 problem. minutes it's right. always the problem right um, and then the last thing on the list, uh, Traveling Gnome. Norm, this was a good story.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, you know how Travelocity sent that gnome around the world? To...
1: Yeah, it was a dumb publicity stunt. Yes.
0: Well, I, I thought it was cute, and it had a voice, and, and it was all based on the Amelie you know, thing. I liked Amelie. It's yeah. whimsical. It doesn't? Same director as uh, Aliens 4. Um, well, I don't like Aliens 4. No one does. Uh, so Kern, uh, K- the gnome's name is Kern because that's also the same name as uh, it's a Bavarian uh, Scale Company and they they're setting this gnome around also the world. wolf's
1: brother really it also means it has something to do with fonts the space between fonts
2: oh also yeah, it's, a it's a delicious just the kerning on yeah, it's typography it's a delicious beverage a fruit based beverage Kerns, Kern, really
1: Kerns. oh and in uh, the south it was the name of a bread company for a long time mm. isn't that Vern's bread the soda no kerns no that's verners verners
0: so Kern's Kern Kern is a manufacturer. Yes, so they sent a gnome around the world, and it's been to San Francisco, it's been to Antarctica, it's been to Mumbai. And um, the point is that things weigh differently. Things weigh a diff- different amount. Of way land. more, or way less. more or less, depending on where they are in the world, because the world is not perfectly spherical. Because the force of
1: gravity changes, and also
0: the... uh, inertia based on uh, the way the Earth spins. That's interesting. Um, and the difference is like no more than a, a, a gram or two at most. But it's cool. And uh, you can read
2: the blog. Uh, the Gnome Experiment, I think, is the website. Is the
1: scale like super precise so you can't it's touch it with precise. fingerprints or anything like yeah.
2: that? Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention this because it kind of semi-related, I guess. I watched that video, that Adam Savage uh, TED talk that the he gave about how— The education one or the Maltese Falcon one? It was the one about—it was three different ideas or three yeah, observations that yeah. had led to great yes. scientific yeah. discoveries. I thought, it was, I thought it was fascinating. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's a good talk. really, really interesting. The whole thing about um, being able to um, plot the curvature of the Earth— and uh Aristothe uh,
1: Aristothenes.
2: Yeah, and getting within two percent of the the speed of light, like, hundreds of years ago before we had any real technology to do yeah. it with. It's just stunning. I, I think what you realize is the people, the thinkers back then,
0: because they didn't have distractions and things that kill your brain cells and numb you, like
1: you're saying Aristothenes wasn't getting like high of the opium yeah,
0: den. Probably or maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't um, chilling on Reddit. With all that time they have, they they were productive. Like it wasn't like he just sat around one day, he did it. Like it probably took a lot of time to do all the calculations, but he had that time, and that's what they did to keep themselves busy. The,
1: the thing, the most thing, the most interesting thing to me about that talk, and I think this was Adam's point, is that for me at least, it's much easier to learn uh, c- kind of complex science topics if you figure out how people figured out the first time. Right um, because a lot of times when you sit in a, when you 're in a science class, especially like a physics or a chemistry class, you just get bombarded with s- facts and lectures and formulas and stuff like that, and it makes no sense, but giving it context to a human world makes it much more understandable. The fact that dude walks over and sees that the sun only shines at the bottom of the well at certain places lets him know that oh at noon at certain places lets him know oh okay maybe the that, maybe the sun is on that's a different the kind axis. of thing that you
0: thought about a lot of when you were a kid right when you're a kid and you're like in a car ride and you're looking at like the way shadows move or it's the way water you know viscosity works well right. you know what it is you ask
2: questions about the world and, Who and, does that now? And, I, and i think i think your your point about people being able to make these observations because they've got they 're not constantly distracted yeah. It's totally true, and goes back to our you know I think if, Gal- if Galileo I, yeah. or, or uh, Archimedes or whatever had been wandering around constantly with his face in an iPhone looking at tweets, he probably they probably would not because again, most of these fantastic discoveries start as Adam talks about in his video with a very simple observation. but I, like I, you know, like he like you notice that when you get in the water the water rises because the mass of your body is displacing the mass of the water it has to go somewhere and if you're ob- if you're observant and curious and paying attention to the world around you that is the catalyst for leading you to these great discoveries I, I think that was the point he was making but
1: yes but i think that i think it's a horrible excuse to say we don't do that because of our iPhones we have access to all the world's information at the tip of our hands from pretty much anywhere in in the developed world there's no reason that people can't be thinking about the same things. And people are. There are people out there who are thinking, coming up with new ways to do things and, and all yeah, that. Yeah,
2: there are still great discoveries being made, and I'm being slightly facetious, but the the, the point is, and you should watch that Adam Ted talk. It's, you should yeah. link to it from the site if you haven't already. It's, it's on really, the site. Okay, it's really yeah. interesting yeah. Um, that, again, these great uh, scientific discoveries of huge proportions start with very, very simple, seemingly kind of like bland observations. It's,
1: I think a lot of that has changed, though, like the, I mean, one, the obvious observations, I think, are mostly done at this point.
2: Like the one that really blew my mind, because I never even thought about this, is, was, was the flat earth thing. Like the reason why people back in the day who were, at, were intelligent knew that the world was round is because all you have to do is look at the shadow that it casts off the moon. Yeah. It's round. It's like, oh, look, that's the shadow of the thing that we're on. That So oh, the Earth must be spherical. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Well, but
1: that assumes that you you understand that the moon, the Earth and the moon are rotating, the moon's rotating the Earth, and the Earth is rotating around the sun. Right. Because it could be something else's shadow. It doesn't have to be the Earth's shadow. Right. Necessarily.
2: Right. But again, if you're smart, yeah. and you correlate it with other observations that you're making, you can exactly. piece together the puzzle and see the whole picture. Well, but well another, if you're smart.
1: The other, the other side of this, though, is that A lot of times people would look at these things and and make dumb observations and then treat them as real. Like The classic example of this is that I can't remember who it was, but some Greek philosopher went to Africa and saw a a lion cub born – Saw that the the lion, the female lion only had one cub, and that the lion died and went back to Greece and told everybody that, oh, female lions only have one cub each and then they die and as if this is the way all lions work, right. without really working out that that's that there would be no lions left in, in X number right. of Right. No, you have to you, you can't be so, anecdotal science yeah. can't be
2: purely anecdotal. You have to collect yeah. enough data to reach mm-hmm. a, yeah. a cl- conclusion that makes sense.
1: It's not like everybody was super smart back then because they had plenty of time and weren't distracted by things like work and and
2: what was the la- I mean you know it's interesting when, when Adam was talking about that he had, he went way way back in history um, to talk about people like Galileo and, and so forth and Isaac Newton and people like that What was the who would I guess Einstein right I'm trying to think what was the last observation the last breakthrough like that that fundamentally changed the way we look at the world I guess it was relativity right?
1: No, it's probably well the the DNA stuff that that Crick and those oh DNA yeah okay uh, DNA information science stuff with the computers that's happened over the last twenty years I would say is probably the last thing that's dramatically changed the world.
2: Well, no, I mean uh, the rise of communication. No, I think like yeah, the creation of the microchip and what have you has changed the way we live. I'm 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 talking about. An observation or a discovery well, but the, that led to us looking at the world differently. So the
1: rise of the microcomputer happened when somebody at Bell Laboratories looked at semiconductors and said, oh, hey, this is an interesting property. Sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. Right. You can change that by uh, applying electricity. Right. And that was probably the last, I mean, th- 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 I'm sure that we're missing something really obvious that we're going to think we're super dumb from when, when a thousand people. DNA is a comments. big one, though. Yeah. But yeah, the semiconductor DNA. I mean, the stuff that happens all the time. And a lot, a lot of times it's um, – uh, oh, here's a good one. The ulcer guy, the guy who uh, – this was from I, – I, I, thinking about this because I saw Contagion a few weeks ago, and they talk about it in that. But in the 80s, a guy said, you know, I don't think ulcers are caused by stress. I think they're actually caused by a bacterial infection and uh, took an antibiotic that killed that bacteria. Uh, it, it cleared up people's ulcers in, in some cases. So then he drank the bacteria himself, got an ulcer. Took the antibiotics to get the ulcer. That's how he, did, you know, he he challenged conventional wisdom, which was ulcers are caused by mm-hmm. uh, stress, and uh, was uh, got a Nobel Prize for it. I'm just, result, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, whatever, thinking whatever, I'm thinking
2: though, more in like oh, terms of like oh just a simple prize. observation that you can make. Like for example, a re- I guess, a, a, a relatively recent one that would fall in this narrow definition is like Jonas Salk going, hmm, there may be, yeah, there may be properties to this moldy bread that we haven't considered. No, yet.
1: No, Jonas Salk is the polio guy.
2: Oh, sorry, who? Wait. No, that's um, the same thing. Oh, no, so who, who discovered penicillin? I always um, get those two mixed up. Don't know. That okay, chicken kills that podcast, guy. So, yeah, penicillin like, guy. Because you look at moldy bread and you go, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. But somebody was smart enough to go, you know what? This could actually be fantastic. And, yeah. and, then, and now we have penicillin, kind of like, you know, which is one of the great medicines fire. of all Cook, time.
0: Cooked meat is better than raw meat.
2: I still want to know. I still want <laughs> yeah. to go back in time. If I ever had a time machine that could go all the way back, I guess you'd have to know exactly where it happened. But I want to be there. When the first animal... Because we talked about this before. I think yeah. it's they found an animal uh. that had died in a fire. And they, and they said, well, shit, it's burned up, but we may as well eat it anyway. What do you think, Ugg? Um, <laughs> Ugg. Well, yeah. It's like, Ugh, well, I didn't kill nom, nom. U- it. Ugg agreed. Nom, nom, and then, nom, and then nom, they, go, nom. they go, huh. This is
1: actually pretty good. This See, is actually the, better burned. The, the place this all breaks down is if we had a time machine you could go back to that, what would happen is the marketing agencies would get a hold of it and they'd take some A1 back and get a testimonial from the first caveman who had a steak with the A1 be like, oh, A1 makes steak better. Yeah, oh, but, there's,
2: yeah. but there's a potential Sound of Thunder kind of moment there where you come back and now the world is fundamentally different. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. Butterfly.
0: You can't, yeah, you, you got to keep one foot in the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you cannot, you cannot
2: mess right. with that. I, oh. still, I still think that's how it happened. i'd buy that i think that's a that's a possible yeah and then Then, they go well look so this animal died in a fire and uh the burned meat actually tastes better than the raw shit we've been eating mm -hmm. maybe we should burn animals with fire after we kill them and then eat that and then
1: fire became a thing and
2: and cooking was born
1: can fire be nasally fitted i don't know let's move on and now we freeze stuff uh do you guys want to talk about what we've been testing i think so
0: I don't know. Wait, wait. I know what? we skipped over a bunch of tech, and people are going to go, "Why did not you talk about the tech?" And what? there was actually a bunch of tech stuff that came out that we skipped over. in News, yes. Um, Adobe Photoshop CS6 CS6 beta is out, and that's, download. That's, that's in news. what we're testing. Okay. Also, NVIDIA announced the uh, the Kepler uh, series of graphics cards. That. The, uh, that's a 680 series. This stuff all seems
2: so trivial now. Know, like we're, we're talking. talking we're talking about the sun and the fire. future of energy and the birth of of, 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 <laughs> Very of cooking in the duck Stone Age. Snails. And now it's like, oh, duck it, poop snails. Yeah, duck uh, duck eating snails. And now it's like, oh, there's a new video card out. Like it just it just seems so insignificant to me now. Some people are going to care. Uh, and the reviews are out for the
0: 680, and it is screaming fast and actually not ridiculously expensive
1: and not not super uh, not and not and super energy efficient. Yeah, yes. this is new for Nvidia.
0: Yes. Uh,
2: does, does that it mean and, it won't sound like a lawn blower? Leaf yeah, blower? Yeah, I whatever. think it'll still be loud. I read an Antex review and he recommends it unequivocally. So if really? you were going to build okay. a new PC and you want it top of the range, this would be the card to it was, get.
0: If you top single card, 680 uh, right now is... No doubt. No doubt. And Come on, I'm really happy with my uh, 7970, but this 680 looks real How nice. much is it? I, I think it's 500 still.
1: Okay. And uh, Lloyd also pointed out that this is the first NVIDIA card that can drive three displays on a single card.
2: i got to tell you, as here. much as I'm liking my PC downstairs, I don't know if it's completely taking and I'm starting I'm starting to think like for example there are some games like not all PC games are the same right for Saints Row and and games that run Mm -hmm. on a gamepad brilliant perfect Gary. But for SimCity and things that are more those lean forward type games, I am kind of missing not having my PC at my desk. I'm thinking I may build a new one.
1: This is why I have the best of both worlds. I have a wire that goes from the TV <laughs> to the desk. Oh yeah, and I can sit in the desk for one and the TV for the other. It's perfect. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you have what? That's the benefit of a of a bungalow
1: of a shit ho- of a shit box house, a tiny little house.
2: Well, I use the word bungalow. You can. It's nice of you. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, yeah, there's no stairs that. to have to run yeah, It, was, cable it up. was
1: derisive. I I understood the implication that I live in a small bungalow. Bungalow's house. not derisive up from a trailer. Bungalow. Right? There's no judgment hey, in don't bungalow. Hey, I have wheels on my house, right. Chan.
2: Um, but I'm thinking about building a, another one that would that would be that would drive a much higher res display. Um, and also I mentioned this to Norm the other day. We can get this to another time. I don't think I'm going to build. I think I'm just going to buy one. I think that's a good choice for you. I have a proposal. I don't want to have to build oh, any. Oh. I'm going to wait. And the key, the key is after Windows 8 comes out, I'm going to build a new a new Your desktop. Buy- lean forward. Gaming machine How, and you're a, 680, buy a, new a, a six eighty a so buy yeah. from you're I mean, going to build I, with money so at some point rather than asking you to help me build this thing I'm going to ask you for your advice on like what are the good manufacturers that will sell you that, like you customize it yourself online you and then they Gordon. ship you the machine Gordon yeah but I don't want to ask Gordon Gordon will troll me he'll send me to some awful place where he, I'll he, get he off. no
1: Gordon won't give you bad advice he will give you shit about it but he will not give you bad advice
2: okay. Because right, I don't know if like Alienware or Falcon North, I, I don't know what, what the state of play is with those people. I don't know if you guys heard,
1: but there's something big happened this weekend, this last weekend. What? I went to tech shop and learned how to machine metal. Mm. I learned to impose my will upon metal with tools, yeah, I- instruments of, of carving and lathing. Okay. That was pretty cool. You feel like a real man? I feel much manlier than I did last Thursday. Are you ready to climb a tree yet? Uh, I, okay. Why not? Okay. Why are we climbing trees? Well, if you never need to cut down a tree. I don't, I don't need to cut down a tree.
0: Still not as manly as the arborist. That arborist is pretty
1: manly. I, I'm going to loan you that book. It's called, uh, the, the taming of the muse or something like that. It's, it's about cutting down trees from the top down. Uh, yeah. So machining was cool. We, uh, we learned, I learned how to use a vertical mill and a lathe. Uh, impressions of that experience are on the thing. It was much easier than I thought. Uh, kind of scary because the machines, if you like, they were very insistent about safety procedures. What
0: right. could you do with this one lesson before and after taking the lesson?
1: Uh, I could make a piston. I could make like a shock absorber or something like that pretty easily. Okay. Um, I could uh, make a like a circular round fitting that I could use to make say a joint that goes up and down and has some locks and stuff in it. Mm. Um, so the problem now is that I don't know how to design that stuff because because right. the the thing that I learned about machining is it's not like carpentry where you kind of figure out what you want in your head or maybe draw it out and then eyeball the cuts you like you make mark the cuts with a with a pen and a square pencil on a square and then pff, straight down the edge with the saw machining is much more precise you're taking off like uh, thirty thousandths of an inch at a time here's
2: my of, question of material the machine yes. that you use to machine other parts yes. How do they make that machine? With other machining. And how do they make those machines? Uh, t- Bigger well, machines. No. And how do they make those? The machines? first one. Uh, Where are, the you are you getting at how does this all start? Like at some point, something's not created with a machine. So, how well, is th- by hand. But the machines are the machines. The machines that built the machines built the machines could have
1: like that. There could be a lineage hundreds of years back on that point. If, right. Eventually, it was a lot all of built.
0: The- I mean, by hand. Uh, cast things were cast by hand.
1: Well. The first, or, or yeah, or uh, perhaps you made the first mill with a like. If you look at the really the only thing that you would machine on a mill that I'm aware of, aside from the, like the gears and stuff in the in the in the motorhead, yeah, are uh are are is the is the drill bit the bit that it's not a drill bit but the bit that you use to actually carve the metal away the chips yeah. of metal away, yeah. Um, spins at a high speed. It's very sharp. And you probably turn that on a lathe. The lathe is one of the oldest machines uh, we have. Basically, all a lathe is is a thing with a spindle that you put whatever you want to cut into that's round. Yeah. And then you work on that with a blade of some kind. Wood lathes have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. They're basically just uh, uh, spinning wheels turned on the side. So they're horizontal instead of vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, So like a potter's wheel or something like that is, is, was essentially the precursor of the first lathe. Potter's right. wheels have been around since… You know, since Mesopotamian days, I think I don't know for right, sure. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so they you use existing
2: tools to make the other tools. Right, that's it. I'm just trying to. I was at some point there was a guy like actually hammering something over an anvil, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But how do you make the anvil? Again, this is blowing <laughs> <made> my mind. <laughs> I think they probably heated up the metal and pulled it into the mold to make an anvil, Gary. Uh, so yeah, that was. So cool. how do you make the mold? Uh, the mold's made out of something you could carve with a chisel. This <laughs> is like a Four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. but why how do you make the chisel? But why do you make the but chisel? Why? 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 But why? This is. This is. I, I'm. You're I'm, asking the right questions. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> feeling good about this new. Sometimes uh, this new universal Sometimes will the come stupidest to light.
2: questions are the smartest questions. This is why kids often stump you because they ask you questions that you're like, "That sounds really stupid," but like you re- then you realize you actually don't have know how seen, to answer. Have it. you seen
1: the Alan Alda contest? No. Alan Alda is having a contest to go to the World Science Fair, which is in New York in May, I think. Um, and the contest is, describe what a flame is in terms that an 11, 11-year-old 11 can
2: understand. And the person who does it best gets a free trip to New York. That's, and a, that's a great contest. I love that. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's
1: really hard to do.
2: Yeah, One of the reasons why I learned the answer to why is the sky blue yeah, is because I got sick of not being able to answer that question. Because yeah. it's such a famous question for like, it's, it sounds like, it's, again, it's the classic example of, like, it sounds like an obvious thing, but in fact, most people cannot tell you so the So why earth. is the sky blue, Gary? Why is the sky blue? Um, I'm gonna, It's been a while since I've had to do it, but ba- but basically, when the sun's light uh-huh. hits our atmosphere, it gets scattered into its component colors okay. that make up the colors of the light spectrum, and blue is, for whatever reason, blue is the color that gets scattered the most, which is why the sky predominantly appears blue does that have to do with i'm sure the there will be people that will, t- that will correct all the details of that but that's basically it
1: that's the that's the gist
2: yeah it's good yeah
1: <laughs> so many people saying wrong <laughs> that's not wrong um uh norm the ipad came out on friday the new Are we talk about we let's, talk about that? Save for last save that for last okay, we're yeah oh, okay save it for last i want to cover um, everything else dominion storage my dominion storage solution will be going up tomorrow or saturday okay you built Dominion store. Uh, I wish I had boxes. them here. I could show yeah. people. But yeah, basically I went to container store and with a couple of Dominion cards, Gina and I went and we looked at everything that looked like it was about the right size until we found something that would be long enough to store two expansions or one with like the victory cards and the and the the gold cards and all that stuff. Um, and we found these uh, basically trading card boxes. So they're for people who have baseball collections, baseball card uh, – baseball or basketball card collections or magic collections or whatever. Uh, And and they ended up working really well. They're just about the right size. I was able to find some dividers that I could buy on Amazon and cut those down to fit into the slots. Uh, And then we cut up the little uh, cardboard things that come with the Dominion expansions and glued them onto the plastic dividers. So now we have these sleeves basically. They don't look like the crappy cardboard ones that you get at like a collectible at at a baseball card shop or something like that. They look nice. Uh, and each one holds two of the expansion expansions or Dominion or base or intrigue or seaside because we put all the mats and stuff it's that come very with the elegant solution. In. It looks really good. And it takes up about a third the space of the seven boxes. So I'm very excited about this. And I think we're going to do it for uh, Penny Arcade game and um, Thunderstone and the other the other card games. I have as well. Very cool and that stuff. Uh, next on the list, the Sony Visor. Did you get to try it? I did. I plugged in my computer. And how'd I, that I work right? that. that's the one thing i didn't do yet i
0: detected right away with my video card use that extended display or dr- drag what it over. is first? so it's the do you know the do you know the product name the, the, H- the H- hmz t1p P.
1: oh man Ooh, Ooh. wow it really is memorable <laughs> yeah who could forget that it's just like the new
2: ipad sony, sony sony has always done a great job of cat coming up with really catchy names yeah, i
1: remember when i first got my w l k w l k u m K U M four one seven. Yeah, it was the, all the variants. yellow, uh, yellow waterproof. So many skews uh, cassette Walkman. So it's Such a, a good device.
0: It's a head-mounted. Uh, I guess you can call it a visor. Yeah, uh, but they're goggles that have two uh, 720p OLED displays. Yep. um, in them and it simulates 80 inch screen. Like 15 uh, feet, oh, 15 think feet away. 10, yeah, 15 feet.
1: And um, I don't. Do you buy that though? It doesn't now,
0: really look like an eighty. I could screen. see the lines, for oh, You have much sure. better vision than me. Yeah. Uh, they work over glasses. You need to have glasses. They don't fix your vision, so right. you can't adjust the, uh, no the lens independently. Um, and you can plug it into a PlayStation and or you know, your cable box and watch TV on or that. X- I played Mass Effect with it one or night. Or Xbox. Um, I plugged it into my computer and watched a movie. Um, and the, if you have uh, audio over HDMI, you can even listen to your movie. How did you find that. the fit? I did not like it at all couldn't get uh, it did you did i send I you the video back, link I, I tightened the back of it uh, it still was too heavy in the front
1: yeah you put I, it on kind of like a catcher's mask but it is even even when it fits properly in the there's there's a big pad on the forehead and even when it's fitting properly and the pad is is resting on your forehead it still is really heavy in the front i find i thought it was crap well you <laughs> didn't we didn't fit it properly
2: on you so well i mean you're not in a position to judge i, I sorry i did all the things that you told me about tightening the straps yeah, but, and what have you there is a there is a if you wear glasses it's useless so, we all wear glasses. That's well, a I problem. Wore it with you have to wear glasses. I was under, able to wear it with glasses. Well, I mean, that would just be even more. It was uncomfortable enough even with my glasses yeah, that was, off.
1: That was no problem. You, once, um, once you get it set up. What I trying.
2: found was it had, it had to be, in my experience, when you actually got it like right in the sweet spot, yeah. it looked pretty good and the 3D effect was good. But like it has to be attached to your face so perfectly that if it if it mo- if it moves even a quarter of an inch the effect goes so took a and so, it's no good
1: so the thing i'll say is i spent probably 30 minutes getting the fit right adjusting yeah. when i was when i first set it up yeah once i had that dialed in like getting it in the right place wasn't a problem it just kind of like when you put it on the catcher's mask way like over the back of your head and then pulling it down forward it just landed right yeah um but it was a little bit of a pain in the ass to get it set up right yeah and if you want to like switch it between different people it would be really really frustrating
2: i i i, I didn't think it was comfortable it's not comfortable. It's, it's still. Too heavy to really be you know, something you feel, feel comfortable wearing. I didn't think that headphones felt very good. It just felt like I just wanted it off my face. Yeah, f- I just didn't like it. Yeah. Plus,
1: people laugh at you when they see you wearing it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course.
2: It, it wasn't comfortable at all, but
0: uh, of all those goggles I've worn, the image quality on that one. I, Did it, you
2: play Wipeout? No, you no, should no have, um, I played some iPad and the 3D effect. Again, when oh you God. when you can get it in that
1: sweet spot, the 3D effect is very good. Well, here's because the beautiful thing is it's not it's not uh, reductive. It's not reducing the amount of light that goes into your eyes like the passive and active glasses both do. It's actually um, it's blasting full it's brightness screens, into yeah. your eyes. It's two screens, right? And it looked like okay. So Killzone still looked not good. Um, uh, what's the other stuff? I played some other games in 3D. And I can't remember. Motorstorm was meh, still. Um, enslaved, same thing. Wipeout looks unbelievable. What do movies and things look like? Um I so I watched Tron and that was fine. It was better than with the active shutter
2: glasses. Is it really how you'd want to watch a movie though, no, as opposed it, to sitting in front of a is, TV set? You you end up like
1: leaning back in a chair with your head tilted really far forward and kind of your chin resting on your chest because yeah. you want to end up with a with a gravity neutral position where it's just hanging off the back of your skull.
2: And again, this is the extension of what we've been talking about all along, which is the which is retreating from the world around you. It's basically like an isolation tank. You're not just looking at a screen. You're looking at a screen that also blacks out everything else around. But think you. about the market it's for. If you're in Japan and you have a really small
0: apartment, yeah. and you don't have, oh, I can see that three thousand dollars to buy a seventy-five inch TV, right, right. Uh, or even fifty
2: inch, or, even, or even a no room for a forty inch TV. money. it can be a solution to a then very. Eight hundred
0: dollars,
1: you can plug that into your computer. Or you know your an Xbox and get your game. Well, and since the consoles are rendering at 720p, it's not like you're losing resolution or anything. Everything looks really nice and crisp. It's definitely the best use I've seen so far of those kind of glasses. I'm I'm I hope that it's successful enough that Sony will continue iterating and make it smaller and. Lighter. I feel like there's
2: potential for a device down the road, but this is clearly one of those things where, like, 20 years from now, you'll be looking at it going, "Yeah, I remember when it was like this." Yeah. Well, this is the first iBo, right? We want to talk about there are only products. two ibos. Yeah. No, there were three, three yes, ibos. Look, look how far ibo technology has oh, come. Maybe there were only two. Today's only ibos
1: two. are amazing. Well, they stopped making the ibo. That's I wish I had an ibo.
2: I'd love to have an ibo. Yeah, no, you, I Sorry, never. Chloe. You, nobody ever wanted. No, no, I wouldn't
0: want to. I just want it as an artifact.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, as a piece of piece of tech history.
1: Um, spent some more time with the Vita over the last week. Yeah, you did a quick look on that. You as did well, a quick didn't look you? of that. That went up yesterday, I guess uh it's not it's it's okay the hardware is nice the screen's really gorgeous the launch games are like launch games always are kind of bad uh with a few exceptions uh rayman's really good uh lumines is really good somebody told me to download a game that i haven't had a chance to
2: play apparently yet. the uh little big planet uh kart racing game is has a lot of potential a lot of people like oh, there's a to- little big planet kart racing talk, game? Uh, yeah talking excited about that not, it's not you're not talking about mod nation racers no right? i think it's i think it's little big planet oh, okay I, I Maybe thought, I misread the tweet, but there's, there is, there's stuff coming. Like you said, I, you try not to judge a system too much on its launch yeah. lineup. Well, the, th-
1: the things that concern me about it are stuff that we talked about in the quick look. Like the fact that there's that Luminez is essentially a 2D puzzle game. I know, I know they're rendering it 3D, yeah. but the fact that there's frame rate hitches in Luminez is really disconcerting. There's frame rate hitches on a bunch of games. It's, there's frame rate problems on almost everything I played. Yeah. Um, Rayman is the exception. Uh, Super Stardust had good frame rate, no, no problems that I noticed. Um, Uncharted was real bad frame rate issues. Wipeout, I had to stop playing because the frame rate was was so gnarly. Yeah, um, it's it's a little disappointing in that regard. But it seems like they're issuing some patches to help help fix that stuff. So maybe yeah. uh, maybe they'll unlock hidden. Hey, power
2: maybe they get the they cancel, should get to draw cancel. something. In there, in the as a downloadable game in the It'd store, probably be forty dollars though. So yeah, that's, that's little the little thing. Again, and, and yeah, I'm not going to bore people with the yeah, same. We, we've ID, about but that, that. Product before. is doomed.
1: Uh, Norm, you want to talk about the the CS6 beta? You've been yeah. using it some.
0: Yep, um, I installed it uh, yesterday, and I've been using it basically all day for all my image processing stuff. Um, I like it a lot. I'm using CS. I was using CS4 on my PC and a CS5 on my Mac before, and so, uh, so
1: CS5 is the one that added perspective correct cloning and stuff like that. Right? They used con- content aware fill. Con- content aware fill was in CS5. Okay, and four was when you could do the perspective correct cloning, where you would like clone in on deck lines or something like
0: yes, that. Yes, I believe that was four, and four had 3D support. Um, four had been perfect for all my cropping, resizing, you know, levels and and layers and stuff. Um, and six really feels like are just adding a bunch of new features, making stuff faster. It definitely feels a little faster, uh, even in the beta, um, with a bunch of sc- uh, script tests I ran. And uh, there are two big features that they're pimping, um, the, the, the wow factor feature. So Gary, you know what content-aware fill does, right? So you can select an object in Photoshop, press delete, and then it will automatically replace the background as right. if you can erase people from... From a scene it's, right looking like back to the future they just start yeah, disappearing. disappear exactly yeah'll I mean, use algorithms and will process the image and figure out the surroundings you you figure, figures out what would have been behind them yeah. and fills that in it works best I mean the examples they show always show are like you know landscapes or someone on sitting on a hill right and because it's grass is very a like, uniform background right and there's a lot of data density there the high resolution image you can easily replace someone less so if it's someone like s- sitting in a room where the background is very detailed like frames in the background something that's that's more difficult. I was very impressed with Content Aware Fill in CS5. You actually have used that a lot. Uh, Content Aware Move is the evolution of that in CS6, where you can select something and kind of drag someone, you know, from one side of the hill to another side, and automatically use the same technology in Content Aware Fill to, to work. Doesn't work that well, at mm. least in the PA. oh really not not that great. Oh, uh, that's all. a bummer. The other big feature that they they uh, that Rain Wilson was showing at the Adobe uh, I think
1: it's because you know who, who is the biggest Photoshop expert I know. You know, Dwight from The Office. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, Isn't he a rutabaga farmer or something? No, Beat it's uh, Beats. Beats, yeah.
0: So, uh, de-blurring. It's not in the beta, but it will Enance? be the final version. It. It is the enhance uh, feature. So, you know, if you take a, a shaky photo and you know some object, you know it's a little blurry, especially text. Mm. Um, those are going to be featured in Photoshop CX6. We can just press a button; it will do all its analysis and then enhance that, enhance it, deblur it. Now that this is is something a, that, that is exciting. a feature that is a feature yeah. I can
2: see
1: the, the the application. Yeah, that's that's worth
0: upgrading. So. Uh, it, haven't tested it yet because it's not in the beta. The beta is free. You can download it. It's uh, it's about a gig for Mac. Does it replace your existing Photoshop install? It does install? not replace your existing Photoshop oh, install. Um, so you can test it out. And so you can run both, you know, CS five and six or four and six. I don't think you can run it at the same time, um, but you can just close one and launch the other.
1: And this of course is gonna have all the same stuff that was in the previous versions like GPU accelerated canvas yeah, rendering it's, it's and all kind of that stuff. All the same stuff. Cool. Uh uh comics on iPad, Norm. Uh yeah, I've been reading. Should we talk a about bunch this in the new... iPad section?
2: Yeah, it's in the iPad
1: section. Okay. Uh, Eco-brew, Gary.
2: Yeah, so I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago on the podcast that you you had po- – I know that you disapprove of those single-pod um, uh, coffee makers. I think that's their shit. So, for many, many reasons. Yes. One Lots of them of is reasons. ecologically they're not great. Yes. Right? These pods the, – the, the main reason is that you grind the coffee weeks
1: in advance and it tastes like shit. Also, they're bad for the environment because the pods end up in the landfill. Right. Because, they're they're for example, the recycle.
2: Keurig, which is one of the more popular machines – right. Uh, those pods don't recycle. No, and not only are you throwing away garbage that can't be recycled, you're also throwing away the remnants of the coffee grounds, which would otherwise be better composted. composted yeah. So I thought about that, and you know, I try again. I try to be a good uh, global citizen. Don't give a fuck most of the time, but sometimes I do. You're a real, real humanitarian, Karen. yeah. And um. So I looked into it. Now the Keurig does have a a disposable, a a, a reusable thing, but it's a hassle to use for all kinds of reasons. I won't go into. This is a much easier one. It's a little plastic pod, and you pour whatever. Again, you can grind your coffee fresh that morning. Pour in a little serving, uh, and it's just as easy as making one of these ready-made pods. But you flush out the the plastic pod and use it. It's basically, you know, it's it's reusable, um, and uh, it's great. It works really well. And I've actually found myself making. my own coffee in that pod more often than than before with the well, previous reusable pod, which was a real hassle to use and change out every time. So I liked it. So you know, you 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 tweeted that thing a while ago about the ecological uh, yeah the cost. You insisted was untrue for a long time. Well, before as I recall, again there is a difference between the Nespresso pods, which actually are recyclable, right, and, and the, the Keurig ones, ones which are not. Yeah, you know, you can't just lump them all in together like you did. There are there are there is nuance here.
1: To be clear, my main issue is that the coffee is bad from them grinding coffee three weeks in advance, jamming it in a pod, and then shipping it. God knows how long. Probably and this China solves
2: both. And this solves both problems yeah, because you can grind fresh coffee. Like the brewing method itself may not be optimal to your liking, but you are at least using fresh coffee, freshly ground beans, yeah. and you can reuse the pod so you don't have a guilt trip about every time. Every time I toss one of those Keurig pods in the like the trash, trash. Yeah, I do feel a little. Bit I hope guilty. you feel bad. I, I do. <laughs> I'm glad. That's good. It's good for you. Yeah. Little,
1: little shame is not bad.
2: But for what you. that shows is that I'm a good person. You're growing. Because if I was bad, I wouldn't give a shit. Mother Teresa, Gary Whittaker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, last thing on our list, on our list of things to talk about. Alfred, do you want to talk about turntable upgrades? You've been sending some time in Turntable again. I don't. We talked about it a lot. Like well, last so, year. so
2: just very 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 quickly. When Turntable first came out, it was this huge huge deal. We were all, all totally addicted to it. Me probably more than most. I loved it. It Became my favorite new way to discover had Dead
1: Mouse had discover new years. music.
2: Yeah, I was Dead Mouse. I was the number two or three or four user on Turntable in right. terms of until like number,
1: Questlove showed up.
2: Um, well, I, I don't know what is the situation now, but you know it was really about like who spent the most time on there, and I yes. spent a lot of time on there, and um, I loved it. And then I drifted away from it for a while. And I've been coming back to it recently. It's been interesting to see, having been away from a service or a site or whatever for a long time, to you, you see how it's changed. Like, they they did all the, mu- the the music licensing. It's less buggy. You can sign in now. You don't have to just be on Facebook. You can log in with Twitter, which is, you know, helpful. Yeah. Um. They added private chat and a bunch of just lots of little nice things. Can you, upgrades. like, set up
1: a room just for your, like, to invite people to DJ? Or is it still who
2: can click fastest? I don't remember. No, I think there's still things to be done in that area. And uh, there's still a lot of things that aren't perfect, right. but it's come, it's come along nicely. Go to turntable.fm and it's a really fun way to discover music with your if, friends. I
1: hadn't been on in a few months and it was, it was really nice. I Actually, one of the nice things about working at home now is that I've set up speakers in my office and, mm. I, and I have audio or something playing most days. So it's been really ne- like Yesterday, I just let you DJ, your room DJ my music all yeah. day, which was kind of good. It, it's, was, it's it was a lot relaxing. of fun. Um, Norm, what do you find about, how do you find in working at home? This is a new thing for us.
0: Um I like that it's very quiet. Okay. And I get to see the sun. Seeing the sun's cool. Yeah, I get I get sunlight. Natural light is the best.
2: Now, are you still getting up in the morning and going through the same routine you would if you were going to work like a shower and dressed up? or are you yeah. turning into kind of smelly sweatpants man?
1: Yesterday I was smelly sweatpants guy because I had to uh I had, we had to take the car up to the dealership to get uh the and the the service stuff done on it. Right um and that kind of messed up my whole schedule for the day but typically i've been showering in the morning and pretending i'm a civilized human being
2: yeah well that's what they tell you to do is even when you work from home is that you should do that like don't be sweatpants man because um you're more likely to leave the house like midway through like sometimes i try to get out of there because i've been working from home now for many years and you know there are pros and cons and one of the cons are you know you often spend all day at home without any real human contact and occasionally i'll get myself out of the house to go have lunch or whatever. It's the whole reason why I do this, is it gets me out of the house yeah. one day a week. Yeah. Um, hey, you're but, welcome, Gary. And, and oftentimes, I will sit around and I'm like, oh, I should really go out to lunch. And I'm like, oh, but I'd have to get dressed. And it's a big house. But if you're already dressed, you're more likely to go out. The thing, that's, that's the advice they give you. I think I, I can,
0: what I do is I I'm, I'm push my morning routine back maybe an hour. So like, oh, I don't have to take this, a shower at 7.30 I could take it at eight thirty. Yes, but or that's the beginning 930? of the slippery slope. No, because you have not taken a shower. That extra, you know, half an hour that normally takes me to, you know, get myself ready. That's time I could be working, and then you know I can take a breather at nine, yep. and then take my shower then.
1: Well, and part of the problem right now is we don't have scheduled posting on the site right and right now. As part of the new, so we can't just say, hey, put this put this up at six o'clock. Also, I can wear. So that means somebody yeah. has to be up and mash the button. And I, and I and I can wear people. all
0: my crappy T-shirts I don't care about at the house. Yeah, yeah that's I, nice. I'm, I'm not, not pants, I'm, but I can wear the, the shirts I don't mind. I'm not. I'm, I'm just,
1: not I'm just wearing crap that nobody cares about. I'm just saying it's, you know, I don't want to waste good T-shirts when it's just Gina and me in the house all day. Um, but yeah, the, the getting up and doing a little bit of work first thing in the morning and then taking the shower. That's nice. It gives you a little like it's like a
2: morning break. Um, I, I'm pro that. It's a bummer sometimes when I sometimes I have to do Skype conversations that involve video, and I'm like, oh, I guess I guess I guess I have to go make myself presentable from like here up. Do
1: you do yeah? Do you do the TV weatherman <laughs> thing, like the six o'clock in the morning local news guy, where he's just like he's got the the suit, shirt, shirt and the jacket and the tie, and then he's wearing a pair of like cut off shorts underneath. Basically, nice. Wear a Flintstone suit. The problem I have here is that the house is small and the approach to the front door walks right by all of the rooms that I would likely be in, the living room, the bedroom, and the office. So like there's no there's no dodging solicitors when somebody comes to the door during the day and knocks, whether it's like the religious people or the Girl Scout cookies or the magazine sales guy or whatever, Like I can't not answer the door. So if I don't have real clothes on and it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, I just look like like a. Well, if it's Girl Scout
2: cookies, why would you want to hide? Pro Girl Scout cookies. Although I do recommend not answering the door to them without your clothes on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that with pajamas on. I don't always carry cash in the house.
0: They take credit card. No, because that's the worst. I want to buy the cookies. But I don't have cash. Yeah, but you should but, plan ahead when you know Girl Scout yeah, cookie it's, time. It's, you never around. know. When do you know? That they're, they're. I don't
2: think they come around houses. But
1: yeah, that. they do. They came around last week and they didn't have any Thin Mints. It was oh. only Jubilees and the peanut butter ones. It's left. funny how, it how your tastes for change
2: as you move through life. Like, I never used to like peanut butter. Really? And I still don't like actual peanut butter, but I've discovered now that I like peanut buttered flavored things. Mm. So, like the Samoa—is it the Samoas? The peanut butter? No, ones? Samoas are the coconut caramel chocolate. What, are they, the which, what, what Tagalongs? Uh, Tagalongs. So Tagalongs. I know, I, I, you know, the the gamut of Girl Scout cookies, I like Thin Mints and I like Donkey de Leche, which is a more recent addition to the range. Yeah. But I don't really like any of the... I didn't like
1: e- the the bad shortbread. I, it was not good shortbread. Shortbread,
2: shortbread. shortbread. Yeah, no,
1: there's good shortbread and bad shortbread.
2: But I never liked the peanut butter ones. And now I've discovered
1: that I really like them. Well, they're a little dark. The chocolate's a little darker. It's That's the difference. Do you like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Uh, I love... Uh, you know what? I don't like the big ones. I don't like the tiny ones. I love the
2: mid-sized Just ones. the regular ones in the middle.
1: No, 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 no. No the, oh. the 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 minis, not the minis. Well, you the, get like two in a packet. No, those no, no ones? I don't like those. Oh. The ratio of chocolate to peanut butter is all off. I like the ones that are like the size of a quarter, but kind of tall.
2: I don't think I know those.
1: The, the, are those the, Reese's?
2: Yeah, Reese's. Okay. They're
1: the ones that come out. They're the, the Halloween. You can buy them at the grocery store any time of year. Okay. Um, I don't like the full size traditional cup though. Too much peanut butter. Too much peanut butter. Right. The, the, the mid-size. It's all oil.
0: You ever take a recess, like the full cup? A and monkey? Sit it, no, the peanut the, the butter cup. Oh. And put it on like a napkin. Don't do that. Wait. No. It, it, the napkin disappears. It's not good. Because
1: it's the it's Dr. All, Nick it's, see-through it's napkin. All, it's, it's, it's all
0: oil. It's all yeah. fat.
1: Uh, should, uh, Alfred, last thing I was going to say on my working at home workflow. So I've set up a PC on one side, Mac on the other. I'm using uh, Synergy to move back and forth between the two. So I basically have two monitors. Mac monitor, uh, PC monitor, but I'm using network KV8. Well, the, the, I guess it's just the KM because the keyboard and mouse is shared between the two across the network. It's really fantastic. But I've done a setup Alfred on the Mac so that it pulls all of my bookmarks and stuff in and I can launch bookmarks so I can go to, say, our new article page or our new video page by just mashing the Alfred hotkey and typing tested new article. And I'm right there. It's fantastic. i would never done that before. Dave has been telling me I should do this for two years. Yeah, and now that he's gone and I can't thank him anymore, I, I know it's it's a wonderful thing. It was a really good idea, Dave. Thanks for your thanks for your input. Cool.
0: Oh, there's also a cool little plugin. I forget its name. Um, it's for Mac, but it's a delay for Command Q. Um, I think they command also, Q to close, command the window? Cl- close the program. Okay. So sometimes, uh, command W is close the window. Like if you're in Photoshop and you're oh, multiple yeah. images and you, I hit, command, I do that all the time. I hit that all the time. But sometimes if your finger slips and hit command Q. Oh. It'll close the program. You don't oh, want that. I like this. Um, there's a small app that will create a delay and you can set the delay or set it just for certain programs. So it will, like, you can stop
1: it from
2: command queuing. That's fantastic. I have, yeah. I've been having kind of the opposite problem recently. I hate Skype for this reason. I think you can, maybe there's a way to change it on PC. I'm not sure if there's on Mac, but I have Skype on the Mac. And if I have it on, I, I, I hate this. I, I, this has happened to everyone at some point. Or another. Not necessarily with Skype, but with some program or another. You think you're going to reset the machine or start a process. You go, I'll just leave it. You come back and there's a, there's a, there's a dialogue box saying like, are you sure you want to start the process? And you realize that nothing's no. actually happened. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah, it's bad. And Skype does it. Like when I, so like I'll, I'll do a restart. I need to restart my machine and it shuts down all your programs. I go away, come back 10 minutes later. Yeah. Nothing's happened because Skype is there saying, oh, this will close down all your current conversations. I don't have any current conversations. No. It's just, there's a fail safe in Skype that I don't need it to have. Just
0: quit. You know, Windows. For those, just if
2: you don't press anything, it'll just shut it just
0: off. shuts down. Yeah, yeah.
1: Skype yeah. is Skype. Just in general, is one of the all all time shittiest
2: pieces of Thanks, software Microsoft ever made. No wonder Microsoft. It wasn't
1: Microsoft's fault. It was bad when eBay did I know, it too. I know. It's been bad for a long time. Yeah, Skype's not great. Uh The benefits are that it's free and that you know everybody has it. I guess. Can we talk about iPad now? Um I think that's all that's left. We're like two hours in this. We're an hour and thirty minutes in. What? I think. I think. I, th- I mean. I guess we can talk about I, iPad. Only if an you hour insist, and thirty minutes in. Yeah, it's I started recording the podcast maybe 10 minutes before we oh my started. Oh goodness. I am so hungry.
0: Yeah, by the way. So we're recording. Gary, the... I proposed Taco
2: Bell. I had bacon oh, and gross. eggs for breakfast and I haven't eaten anything since then all Taco, Bell, those ginger right, the Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. the famous the oh, the, Taco the, Bell. The famous. I've never actually been to. It. I've yeah. heard it's the best Taco it's Bell the in America. Taco Bell in America. Yeah, but there's nothing there for me to eat.
1: It's all crap. Oh, I'm so... It's Taco Bell. What do you what do you expect? Well, I I don't expect
0: anything. I'm telling you what yeah. I know. Maybe that oh. barbecue place. Gorilla Barbecue. Grilla's not bad.
1: I might even be oh, over a
0: grill. You've had that before because I brought a Super Bowl party that you came to. I,
1: I bought barbecue. Should we talk about the iPad?
0: Yes. I don't want to think about food anymore. The new iPad Yeah, you're just going
1: to drive yourself crazy. I mean, we're not, we're I've been going we're crazy in the past yet. half hour. You gotta, yeah, Norm's Norm's getting the shakes, but he wants to talk about iPad. I'm going to go ahead and say it's too heavy. It came out on Friday. It's out now. Mm-hmm. High resolution screen. That's great. We did the quick look. We, we took it apart. Look. Um, I don't want to talk about the take it apart. We, we, we can, you can watch
0: the video. I think it's a, it's a fine video. Bad things happen. Um, We all have one. We've all been using it. Um, people have brought up some concerns about... There's been a
1: lot of dumb on yeah, the internet. Yeah, there's been a lot of dumb. So let's go through all the dumb. No one has complained about weight that I've seen. I, I think that that's the dumb thing because it, like, the screen is nice. You, it looks great when you're looking at it up close. It's fantastic for reading text. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's too heavy. Like better to do another generation with the 1024 by 768 screen and make it lighter. What? Are you kidding me? I am absolutely serious. You are not. No, it It is is so wrong. It is dramatic. I don't have the same
0: context to you because I don't. I went from one to new. Yes, I didn't go from lighter for you. Absolutely lighter and thinner for me.
1: Wow, you would go with 1024 768. I would go with the 1024 by 768. The big
2: improvement to me is the different color temperature on the backlight. So what you're saying is you're Tim Cook. And everyone's been anxiously awaiting the new iPad. What's going to be the killer new feature? And your killer new feature is it's a fraction of, a, of, a, of an ounce lighter. No, not a fraction of an ounce lighter. My killer
1: feature is it's significantly under a pound. And you know That's what you, the, thing, the thing, thing that they need. You know you need? need? Small iPad. That's Maybe the only that's way they're going
0: to do it. And you know what? I think there are rumors that came out yesterday that Apple is buying 4.6 inch screens for the next iPhone. Blah, blah, I think blah, blah. blah. crap. Don't care about No rumors. News. I think what they're going to do is a smaller tablet, maybe five or six inch and have that 10, to 20, 24 by seven, six, eight. So you have still the same
2: upscaling and that will be under a pound. You may have been able to sell me on this will before I saw the new screen. But okay. once you've seen it, there's no going back.
1: I did single blind tests last week,
2: uh, Saturday night,
1: maybe Sunday night. I can't remember. The weekend was kind of fuzzy. Um, did Gina? So Gina had control of the iPads, brought the same thing up on the iPad 2 and the, the new iPad. Uh, And then I stood at different lengths away from her and tried to identify which one was which. You can't see a difference on the screen unless you're pretty close. But you can always tell the difference between the two iPads. It's really easy. The color temperature. Because of the color temperature of the backlight. To me, somebody who frequently uses the iPad in a dark room, uh, laying in bed, sitting in the living room, whatever. Color temperature, having the warmer color temperature on the screen is a massive eye comfort improvement. The increased resolution is great. It doesn't really work very well on the web. It calls attention to a lot of the shitty images and shitty video encoding on the web. Yes. And I think text rendering is great. It's lovely. Really, really like that. It's amazing. I'd much rather it be lighter and more less unwieldy. I still use on my lap. I think,
2: I think you're crazy. It's I, hard
1: to use when you're laying in bed because you don't have the right angle. I, I've and gained the bottom weight of the cover to, to get a, a belly bump. Oh, you're trying so to get so the cover. See, I've been losing. So Maybe I that's can, the difference.
2: Put on my belly. Maybe
1: you've been gaining the weight I lost. Oh,
2: my, when I use terrible. my iPad, it's usually on my lap or my knee or my belly or whatever. I'm not usually, bit like we've said this before, I'm not usually bearing the weight of it. But even after the weight was an issue, I know I've been trying to be conscious of it. And i got to be honest with you, I have not known. I think if you just swapped the iPad out, yeah, for, for, for another one, which is identical other than it's the weight of the new iPad. I don't think I would have noticed. We can
1: play that game after the show. We have everything we need to do it. Yes, right I know,
2: but again, it's not real world. If you, yes, if you put two iPads next to each other, you'll be able to tell the difference. Yes, if you I'm, hold one in one hand and one in the other and do no, this, no, I'm not saying you'll that. notice it. But not that's not that. what people are doing what in the I'm real gonna world.
1: Do, what I'm going to do is put, put you in one room facing the other way. I'm going to put an iPad on the table. You're going to walk out and pick it up when it's off and tell me which one it is. Guarantee you'll be able to do it every time if you give it a fair shot. Alright, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. It's I mean it is noticeably
0: heavier. We'll use smart yeah. covers and and it'll be a double how about double blind?
1: Yeah, so you can set it up and I'll set it up, you monitor it, and Gary does the lifting. Okay. Yeah. All right. That works. But it's, I mean testing.
2: Who gives a shit? I I, I care weight, a
0: little. You think the weight's unimportant? I think the weight's unimportant. I think the I think the screen and the battery life are
2: amazing. While it is Heavier. I agreed. It, to me, it's still would. It, would it be great if it was paper light? Yes, of course. It'd be, the lighter, the better. Yeah, but it's still well within the boundaries of I don't care. Like it's well, still well within well, what fair. I what I can bear as a, and I'm a pretty it's not even weak like, individual. I can bear. It's that I don't even think about it. It's,
1: it, here's the thing. It's the difference between being able to hold it like this for an extended period of time yeah, one hand. without hurting your without hurting your wrist or hand or elbow. Again, maybe it's because I never hold it that way. Right. I mean, but that's the point. is the way I want to be able to use this device is like this. Like I would hold a book or a magazine.
2: Right. I don't yes. want to have
1: to crook it in my arm or rest it on it my lap It is possible that the cumulative effect
2: over, of holding it for a couple of hours it will be, become noticeable. I, I haven't I mean, experienced it, that
1: yet. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I had a problem late last year because I was holding it like this for an extended period time and all those quick looks that we do and and in just normal use and i fucked up my elbow and the doctor said hey you did this because you were holding the ipad wrong it's too heavy to hold this way
2: yeah you can't do that yes and i think that's why most people don't hold it that way many others do and many others have the kind of use for it where it's used like in industrial purposes and for work purposes like doctors or whatever walking around with it that's how they 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 don't always have the luxury of putting it on their lap or whatever they actually are bearing the weight of it in their arm right if you're holding it
1: standing it's hard to do yeah. and it's
2: too heavy yeah
1: that's that's my like if if, if this is going to be a real thing we have to get them under a pound for them or the bezels have to be thicker so you have better more more gripping area let that's me introduce you
0: to the samsung galaxy tab 7.7 7. <laughs> i'll
1: just get a note put that thing in my pocket yeah they can use the stylus with it too. um okay so i think it's too heavy I, I think the screen's really amazing i think the battery life's really good i and went the battery out life here, here's some context
0: when we started this Podcast to yep. almost two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um I turned my iPad on and it was at seventy nine percent battery and I've been live streaming watching the chat on Justin TV. So streaming video and it's at sixty nine percent I think this is right
1: the now. first time you've done a podcast without your air since you got your air. Yeah, because the air wouldn't last three hours. Right. The and
2: iPad has reasserted dominance. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Um I, I find myself using it a lot more. I've actually switched uh from using Google Docs for writing to using Write Room because the iPad version and the and well, I mean if you save your Write Room on the Mac into a Dropbox folder, then you can open, you can sync that map on mm. Mac on the on the iPad. So my workflow has been uh, use when I when I have an article or something I want to read in order to learn something to write. I Instapaper the article, sit down in the in the living room, read the article, take notes in the Write Room document on the iPad, and then switch come back to the PC to do the actual writing. The other thing which that people, been really good.
2: Uh, I guess, particularly people that haven't that don't have a uh, 4s have really again this is just anecdotal looking at people's reactions in the in the um in the forums and what have you is people really like the dictation feature as well the
1: dictation feature is great it's not siri just to be clear and
2: again as much as i complain about siri and it's 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 not not siri it's not siri (laughs) so you're saying it's not siri wait gary think about this no i know what you're trying to do (laughs) it's just it's we're it's, it's so it's so silly I have a whole cares. bunch of eggs
1: in the fridge. It's right there. The fridge is right there.
0: I'm so hungry. I'll say wrong things. See.
2: <laughs> I um right right before right before I um I I came over here. I was parked outside and I wanted to make a note. I email little notes and things to myself all the time because yeah. I don't know if I'll remember it later. And I was like, it was it, and occasionally it's just one line or whatever, and I'll just peck it out on the keypad. This time it was actually like a couple of paragraphs of things I wanted to remember. So I thought, I'll do the dictation. And I went, I, I did it. And as much as I complain about Siri, it, it fucking nailed it. And it was, and and it is that there is that little moment where you go, "That's really cool."
1: The dictation's great. I like the dictation is consistently really good. Yeah, I, I find the assuming you don't do proper names or weird jargon or lingo or whatever. Right, right. When Norm was getting ready to come over here, and I realized we didn't have mic stands for the microphones that I just bought. I was trying to find a place that sold musical instruments. And Google was a complete failure because musical instrument like sales places are completely jumbled up with the kind of people that give musical lessons in their home and sell used instruments on, on the internet. So it was completely useless, like local search. So I thought, fuck it. I'm going to try Siri. Siri, I need to find a place to buy microphone stands. I'm sorry, Will, I don't understand what you mean by I need to find a place to buy microphone stands. Siri, I need to find a music instrument
2: store. Why do you insist on I'm starting sorry, every every request by addressing Siri? You know you don't actually need to do that, right? It makes me, I, I like that. It makes me feel... It's, why does Kirk say
1: computer before he says every... every you no. Know? Well, because that, always,
2: because that's, how they ha, that's how the computer knows you're talking it's, to it's, it as opposed to, to anyone else.
1: It's how we address the machine that keeps the machine in line. It's important that we exert dominance over the machine at every possible opportunity. All right. Okay. Any other so, thoughts? Uh, so the other did? big stupid thing that came
0: out was this uh, Oh, the heat. Consumer
1: Reports thing? Yeah. It's
0: so oh. stupid. So we we definitely noticed that the uh, new iPad got a little warm um, after using and it for a while. the key
1: word there is a little warm.
0: Yeah, it's a little warm. Sure. Um, but for something that has a massive 42.5-watt-hour uh, battery, that's n- not unexpected, uh, especially since um, – has basically twice the number of LEDs backlighting this new screen. Yeah.
1: Um, and Consumer Reports did a, a their own test. They and, used a and, thermal imaging camera, which I think was probably not calibrated right, or they dropped at some point. But
0: they claim that their iPad, when running a game, got up to 113 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, which is which, warm Which is more than warm. That's it, actually it's actually yeah. hot. Yeah, it's borderline hot. Uh, we did our own tests with uh, the laser thermometer. Right. Um, and The infrared thermometer. The infrared one. And it never got over
2: 90 degrees. I have a, I have a, I have a, just a more general uh, kind of tech noob question about this. I mean, at this point now, the iPad, the phone, by the way, the phone I noticed gets hot all the time. The iP- oh, I mean, yeah. phone is usually getting hot, hot when the battery's yeah. charging. It gets real hot a lot of the time. Um, the iPad, I haven't noticed it, yet, but I haven't been doing a lot of 3D applications or whatever. It I actually really doesn't been even happen. It, it
0: happens. I've noticed it happens because uh, I did the test in Infinity Blade, but it happens when you're in iPhoto, it
2: happens when you're browsing the web okay. a lot. I haven't noticed it at all. Yeah. Um. My question is just in general, like again, the the iPad now at this point got this, this processor and quad core GPU and all the stuff that's in there. It's a pretty powerful machine. You know, you think of it as basically kind of a tablet. Well, it's a glorified phone,
1: essentially. From a hardware perspective, it's a phone with a really big screen and a really big battery.
2: But you also, but you can also think of it as a fairly capable, fairly powerful computer, right? That's what it is. Well, a
1: phone is a fairly capable, fairly yes. powerful yes. computer as well. Yes, yes.
2: Um, sure. How is it? How is it keeping itself cool? Because typically, you think of as soon as a system goes over a certain level of power, you need to have a fan in there. You got to have some kind of cooling. What is it that's? It's that's still significantly this? It's less passing. powerful than a. Okay, so but they're a, still not at the level where yeah, than an
1: X eighty six processor. Okay. Yeah, it's a much. I mean, the reason it feels powerful is because the operating system and the software is intentionally. But even
2: limited. laptops that aren't particularly powerful have little fans in them. Well, does the air have a fan? Air does have a fan. Really, yeah, you can hear it. Oh, okay. It's I really that loud. Time with an air, that's yes. my question: so is why? I mean, yes, like, the air is still more powerful. It uses like, the x86 CPU and the right, ARM-based. Right. Yeah, that's okay. the big difference. It's more power efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, the, the thing
1: hot. is, x86 is moving that direction. ARM is moving the other direction. Eventually, they'll meet. Right. But it's, it's um, passive cooling the, still. Yeah. And the, the other thing that's worth mentioning is this giant piece of aluminum on the back of the iPad is, is a pretty good heat sink. Right. You yeah. know, all the stuff is touching it. It, it, it radiates yeah. heat. So you don't know, remember
0: it. that Samsung tablet that they had the Windows 8 developer preview on? Yeah. Those had fans. Yeah. Those mm. tablets have little grills it didn't,
1: fans. It didn't fire. When I was using the Windows 8 developer preview, it didn't fire the fan uh, until you started doing something like watch video. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, everybody likes their iPads. We're excited. It's a good product.
2: Yeah, one weekend, I'm still liking mine. I mean, again, the text thing is still the biggest thing. Like you said, it's, it right now, until they update the content, because there's a lot, of retina, a lot of apps that don't have the retina update, and you like said, general internet, the text always yeah. looks fantastic. Pictures do not.
1: JPEG compression has never been more apparent.
2: Yeah. Uh, there was a
1: story about that today. Yeah. Gruber linked it. When um, you have JPEGs, even with WebKit browsers, with like Safari
0: um, images that are... You know, uh, over a certain size, megapixels uh, automatically get scaled down by WebKit because of the right. web standards. And so you can't even see the full image.
2: Yeah. And you you yeah. really need to see pictures that are intended for that. Just like, for example, like the ABC Video Player, which is an app that just got a, a uh, retina update and is very content rich. A lot of big full screen photos and stuff. It looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the text is one big part of it, but the uh, image quality, when when the images are at the correct resolution, they look. And the comics app, normally, all the comics yeah. apps have just been updated. Right? Uh, comics look oh, stunning. Cool.
0: Yep. Not all their comics. 90% eventually will. Are they
1: charging for HD upgrades? Nope. Oh, yeah. so
2: if you bought the comic already, com- you'll get the... You'll you can read- That's download. actually that was great. So Norm oh, opened up a comic that he had previously bought, and it got a little pop-up that said, this comic is now in HD. Do you want to upgrade it for How free? How much bigger are they, do we know?
0: Yes. So uh, previous comic would be under 20 megs, about
2: 18.5, 19.5. Yeah. new comics are about thirty five. too megs. Yeah. Not too bad. I think a lot of a lot of people are more concerned about whether or not they can get the 16 gig version, though, when they're hearing all this stuff about how the, the content in the apps is going to take up a lot more space. I would
1: recommend a 32. 32 seems, seems you like you can the pay for it still. Yeah, um, that's what I, I ended up switching out my 32 Wi-Fi for the 32 Verizon after, um, well, Gina did it. But after, 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 we, after they went for the 4G. Uh, yeah, I went for the 4G because it seemed like 130 bucks is uh, like, that's like, Ten nights, of I almost hotel feel internet. like I want to go for the sixty four uh
2: to store photos uh, get on there to, yeah. make, to make it a photo
0: repository
1: we should talk about that next week you're are
2: okay. apparently yeah, the four g models there 's not been an official skew breakdown on what 's been selling, but apparently the four g models have done very well I would assume so, yeah, makes sense
1: um so I guess that does oh uh and they sold three million of them in the first weekend, so
2: which is nuts yeah, yeah
0: i think it's it 's going through the same. Uh, trend is all the, the previous iPads. I mean, I saw stories. I think Boy Genius reported a story on like on Friday or Saturday saying, Oh, where are all the sold out iPads. You know, they called a bunch of stores in New York and none of them were, or very few of them were sold out. And I think people still on, on Sunday or Monday could walk into a store and buy one. Same thing happened with the iPad too. There's always that little skeptical period. I mean, they, Apple has not market, has not advertised it at all. I yeah, they're billboards in San Francisco. Multiple billboards, big ones on the freeway.
2: Still for the iPad. The too. iPad two billboards, billboards are still up, but I but I saw a, an I, a iPad three, new iPad when you call. It, I saw a TV ad for it last night. Like they are advertising it. They just haven't. I don't think the outdoor stuff is is up and running right. yet.
1: I have I have to say I feel like the new has worn off of this iPad. I mean, Norm, you're in a different situation because you you're, you're coming from the one to the three or new, but I, I feel like the new the, the new feeling has worn off of this one a lot faster than last time.
2: No, for me the opposite is true because the, I'm still every time I open it up and look at that text, I'm like, "This mm-hmm. is nuts."
1: See, I use a Kindle a lot, and the DPI yeah. and the Kindle is very similar. So, I mean, I think that may be the difference. Photos, yeah, I don't spend that much time, with, but I don't spend that much time with photos. Photos and comics. I, I want comics on this. Yeah. Comics. I'm mean, gonna I have to download the comics app and update my. You like my the own uh, the
2: iPhoto app? Is something else you've been playing? Yeah. with, right? it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, That's I was looking at some of that. Yeah, journals, so fun.
1: Uh, so let's uh, let's take so Let's uh. Close out what we've been testing. Did we miss anything? Do we, we forget anything that anybody wants to talk about? Going around the room, last last calls. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'm going to play some music, and then we'll take some questions. Emails? Well, but we do the other one. Emails. It's, you know, we don't do emails, we do. Emails? No, 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 no. Questions. Boom.
2: That was good. That was new. I like that little uh, little bumper there. That was, that was cool. So somebody sent that
1: in, and unfortunately I just closed the mail window, but I'll make sure I give them a shout-out next week, uh, and I thought that was super rad. So thank you for whoever sent that in. I thought that was a really good job. I thought something had gone wrong at first there, but I realized no, it was yeah. kind of a you guys, cool mash You guys had confused looks, and I think that was from the last podcast we did in the old building uh, when Brad sat in with us and, and uh, did, did, uh, did the thing that he says on the BombCast and then did the thing that, he, that we say. Uh, so if you have a question... You can email it to podcastattested.com. As always, keep it short. Under 45 seconds is preferred. And make sure you listen to it so you know that it sounds good and it's something we can actually play on the show. Otherwise, we won't play it on the show. I have to say this next question is probably the best produced question we've ever had. Like, I didn't even listen to the question. It sounded so good when I listened to the first bit. I was like, no, we're running this. for." He could ask whatever he wants and I'm going to run it. It sounds so good. All right. And it's short. So here you go. My hometown is fairly boring, so I'm going to share some personal trivia
2: instead. My wife and I fall asleep almost every night watching the amazing test on my HP touchpad, the very same touchpad that Will signed at PAX last year. Anyway, here's my question. If the three of you were on an airplane right now at 10,000 feet, and you each had five parachutes at your disposal, four were guaranteed to work perfectly, but the fifth was entirely faulty. For 5 million tax-free dollars, would you select a parachute and jump out of the plane? And if not, what is the minimum ratio of good to bad parachutes that would make you jump? Thanks, and keep up the great Lego videos. So there's one dud parachute out of five? Well, first of all... I would not do it for 5 million dollars. Can I just say... Yes. There's there's a, a number of things about this question and this call in general that I'm unhappy about. Okay. First of all... I don't get where you're coming from with that. this is the best produced thing ever. Like the, like what the audio quality was, was satisfactory, but like I I was expecting sound effects or like, you make, you really talked this one up.
1: Oh, I just, I was just really pleased that it sounded good and was short. That's where I was. And also it was your expectations have gotten real low. (laughs) Dude, it was grim in the question pool this week. Um, uh, People, people, I think some guy recorded from the bottom of a, a, like being drugged behind Norm's airplane on Sunday afternoon
2: and and really the, the slight deviation in mathematics 5 versus 6 aside really this is just a fancy way of saying would you spin the chamber on a revolver and pull the trigger that's and true would you,
1: well if you're talking about like a 45 magnum it would be five chambers okay a 44 magnum right and so i wouldn't do that and so i don't know why this is any different
0: there's it's well, different well, because like, there's the thrill of when you jump out of an airplane you don't pull the chute immediately so there's that you know there's like a 30 second maybe 20 seconds of uncertainty fear, and uncertainty dread. it's like as if pulling the trigger on the revolver no, no, no. took
1: 20 seconds for the, any bullet to possibly the, fire the, the action of pulling the trigger on the revolver yeah is that that the but there's no that's gonna feel like an eternity right but there's
0: no time i mean if you're gonna do it with a revolver you just pull it and you just pull the trigger you do it real fast Have you done this before no but you I it's was not, not like you taking do. off a band-aid you're, to. To.
2: you're you're potentially gonna blow your brains if out if you had to you yeah do you're gonna ease into that but if you're gonna do it you're gonna do it quickly you have a very... In, no, would approach. you slow... Well, why would you... No, in, make, th- in theory. Uh, yeah. Yes. I think you will find this is one of those things where the theory and the practice are very if you different. you had to do it or you would
0: die no matter what.
1: Yeah, then I go.
2: Then you just go.
0: Yeah. But if it was the, the if parachute... If the plane's perfectly fine? If the parachute...
2: It, so are you suggesting the parachute, parachute scenario is worse because you're stuck with yes. a period of doubt as opposed to the revolver? Oh, yeah, the period you, of doubt is agonizing.
1: I'd play the Howie Mandel game for death. What's deal that? or no deal? Oh, okay, I think I feel like that is such a dumb show, and the chances of beating the system with at least not dying, not a bag, not a box full of empty. I think I'd do that because are there like twenty five boxes or something there, and most of them have something in them. I don't remember, but some something's bad. It's been a while since I've seen. I it. always get that that and the Kenneth one from Thirty Rock mixed up. Gold case, gold case, yeah, gold case. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely play gold ah, case. for Gold that. case is a lot. <laughs> gold
0: case, you're gonna no win question. gold case. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> To answer the question, the, the you know, however, yeah. unlikely how many parachutes? Scenario, how many? Uh, good I parachutes. wouldn't do it for five parachutes for five million dollars. Uh, if the money amount stayed the same, I would do it for oh God, 20,
1: 20 parachutes. You take a one in twenty chance. <laughs> yeah. death. Do you think you could? Are you, for five million dollars? Are you thinking that you could practice beforehand, like practice like a little swoop at the end, so maybe you don't no, die on impact? But twenty to one, and only three of us <laughs> doing it. I think oh, hold on! But okay. who goes first? Well, it, like, does Gary go first, and I get to see whether his parachute? No, be no, worse. no. You each, you, you, I think way, we each you, have a pool? you
2: each have your own set. Yeah, you, you of each five. Have your own set. So you're all taking the same risk. Yeah, it's not like we're going around the table with a, with a revolver and like me and Norm clicked on an empty yeah, chamber. No so, now, lab, so now your that. odds look really bad. No, there's no, no way. But twenty
0: shoots, twenty to one with five million bucks. I think. uh huh. I think it's no. I
2: wouldn't do it. I value my life more than that. If
0: I could practice, would you, want you hundred loop. to one? What? Hundred parachutes? Hundred. And how one. how much money is involved? Five million dollars.
1: Eh, wouldn't get, I, I? wouldn't get out of bed for that. Gary has much better earnings <laughs> potential than
2: us.
1: It's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the next one. If
2: if it was something else, like I became emperor of the world, Lex Luthor, something I could really have a lot of fun with. Yeah, you do. You, I'd, uh, I'd five just, to one. I'd consider no. Five to one for uh, emperor of the world. Five to one is still. I don't like the odds still. Because again, again, I just keep coming back to Russian roulette, and there's no—I can't imagine any scenario where you'd get me to pick up that gun and pull the trigger. And the parachutes are just a fancy way of saying that. But a twenty to one, a twenty chamber revolver—it's
1: <laughs> a really ridiculously oversized revolver.
2: Yeah, it'd be kind of nutty. Um, no, I don't think I would do it. Man, and I think, and, and, and again, I think even if I said I would, if it became real, I—I I, I wouldn't do you it. You'd back out once otherwise. it became a real thing. No, See, I, I don't think do
1: I would do it either. I, I mean, maybe the Howie Mandel thing. If so the guy didn't have
2: like a real something. question, right? That was just a giving he, kind of given, a would-you-rather type just question. just us a would-you-rather, which oh. I approve of. Okay.
1: Next question.
2: Hello, everyone. My name's Robert, and I'm from a small town in England called Staines in the county of Middlesex. First, a bit of hometown trivia. Staines was a world-famous producer of Kitchen linoleum until the 1970s when the factories were shut down. I've just pre-ordered an iPad 3 and I've got a stack of Blu-rays and DVDs I want to watch on there. I know I can rip the DVDs without much issue. However, what's the best software for ripping Blu-ray discs as Handbrake doesn't support them yet? Finally, a would-you-rather. Would you rather eat nothing but gummy bears or nothing but jelly beans for the rest of your life? Thanks for the advice, and keep on testing. See, that's the call cool, you should have hyped up. That guy has the sooth- most soothing... <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep after. Yeah, it's Lineolum. Like my- <laughs> what the hell? Line- is it linoleum? Linoleum, which in England is often known simply as lino. We just call it lino. Oh, that's what lino is? That's what lino is. It's oh, I short- never knew. It's short for linoleum. Lineolum, you mean? Lineolum. Did you say it, lineolum? He also, he also uh, didn't tell you the other great piece, of course, Stain's trivia, which is that's where Ali G is from. Really? He's from Stain's. Yeah. Like Ali G, the character, or... Well, I don't think Sasha Baron Cohen is from there. I think okay. the character he created is, oh, okay. is fictionally that's from Staines. Okay. Um, In fact, I believe like the people of Staines and like Staines Council were quite unhappy that that, yeah, became, I would the, be pissed. that became the association. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah.
1: It's not good for the tourism board. Uh, uh,
0: okay, uh, make uh, MKB. Uh, first of all, the answer – Yeah, make MKV for uh, – For the real question. Yes. And the fake question, uh, we jelly have beans. To, absolutely jelly old. beans because uh, you can have different flavors. Gummy bears all taste the same. Even though they're easier to chew and more fun to chew – uh, jelly beans.
1: Yeah, but you can get gummy that bears that are fortified quick. with vitamins and stuff. You can get jelly beans I get my. Fo- I take really? fiber gummies. Yeah, that's weird. But okay, they all taste the same though. Oh, I love ben gummy beans. I could, I, could eat, I could eat a whole. I like. Jar. I like gummy I bears. Right now, you know, do you like gummy jelly gummy babies?
2: Ooh, gummy beans. What are jelly babies? You never had a jelly baby. No. Oh my goodness. I don't delve into the candy arts. Philistines.
1: Often. What? Um. You know, Norm. What Chloe's doing right now? Eating. She's eating. I'm so hungry. You, you do look hungry. Uh, that'll do it for our show today. Uh, thanks to everyone who wrote in. If you have questions, it's com. We'll be back next week with another fabulous episode of This Is Only a Test. Uh, thank you, as always, Gary Witta and Norman Chan. Gary, you uh, you have an appearance on the PC Gamer podcast to plug.
2: Yeah, actually, I just came from the PC Gamer podcast uh, this morning. Which is why we're recording so late. Two podcasts in a day. I'm sorry for holding you guys up. Two
1: podcasts, one... Um, but I,
2: I I haven't been, as you, as you know, I used to be the editor-in-chief of PC Gamer, but I haven't uh, uh, been on their podcast for a long time. But um, I made an exception uh, this week because I've been very interested in the whole Mass Effect Shepherdgate, Gate. The whole Mass Effect ending con- controversy, yeah. which has is, which is really blown up in the last... The last few days, and a lot of people unhappy with the ending, and it's all very controversial. I think it has very big and important implications for the future of 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 games as an art form and uh, storytelling, interactive storytelling. It's a really fascinating subject. So I went into PC Gamer this week and did uh, was was part of a big, what I thought was a very interesting discussion. about all these issues, yeah, a very interesting discussion, and uh, that podcast will be up uh, very soon, I believe, probably by the same time this one is up. And I will I will tweet a link to it when it's available. If you're interested in in Mass Effect, toward story, you know, interactive storytelling and games as art. It's, we had a really interesting discussion. So, that's my Great. plug for this week.
1: Norm, anything to plug? Come to Test dot com. Uh, we're
0: gonna shoot a video. I don't want to talk about it right now. On this, this weekend, will be a fun video. Something uh, awesome would pre
1: up like Wednesday or something next week, probably. Yeah, Tuesday. probably Wednesday.
0: I mean, we're, Joey's back. We're shooting a lot of video now. Uh, so we okay. did post up a uh, a. Uh, a thread in the forums uh, for you to ask questions about the new site, um, and I'm sorry we haven't had a chance to address those questions yet. We definitely will, either in a future podcast or in some type of live video. We might just do a um, question
1: cast or, a, or a yeah, exactly, jar, not a jar, no jars
0: yeah, allowed, no, something no. like that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do a question cast, um, and I think that's it. And I don't think we're doing fake out takes today doesn't mean I that think, segments hold on i want to talk i want
2: to, i have some wait there's have, a couple of things we yeah, want we to talk th- about have, i know oh, you're oh, hungry norm oh, but that you, you you can't go subverting the, no, the status quo blame,
1: blame the, the natural God. order of things is that we talk about the end of the show i play some music and then fake out and you saw
2: what he tried to do he tried to trick you yeah. he tried to jedi mind trick you into yeah. thinking <laughs> this was the end of the show <laughs> this is the end of the show unfortunately we are not weak-minded right we're <laughs> not as weak-minded as we would need to be to fall for that <laughs>
1: Today's True. outro song comes from the Maddened Man. Here it is. Hi there, I didn't see you. That's it.
2: We're broadcasting to all intelligent life in the universe, and to the rest of you, the secret is to bang the rocks together. <laughs> i feel a bit guilty about that because someone who doesn't know you lifted it the full context yeah and i didn't i mean if you listen to the full quote i say that that's a great line from hitchhiker's yeah, Guide of to course. The galaxy I, don't, I wouldn't want people to listen to that and think that i came up with that gag because well, i you've, didn't that's now Douglas that you've Adams. said that
1: everything's good good we're all on the open because i'm never going to run it again it's gone i just okay. r- erased it from the <laughs> soundboard um thanks madden Men, for making gary look like a uh ripoff artist Uh I want to just say it's, it must be you guys are lucky because you have new pop filters today. But the pop filter, in case you don't know, is the thing that you put between the microphone and your mouth so that when you say things like pff, pff, it doesn't make yeah. a horrible noise pff, pff, into the into the screen. Um, I don't
2: I don't. I don't if know. you're listening to the audio only version of this Norm podcast, you're not, you're not, incredible you're gestures. Not, you're not privy to the fantastic shadow play <laughs> that is going on yeah, here. I, I'm just, Norm
1: was pantomiming, give me a just, Diet Coke or. I went out,
2: while that was playing, I went off and got myself a, coat, a Diet Coke, and Norm saw it and tried to mime to me. Oh, that looks great. I think uh, can you get me one? I would like, like a warm no. Diet Coke too. <laughs> I'm 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 fine. If you want one, get it yourself.
1: I think at this point if I'll, you put I'll a bowl, get it for Norm. Hold if on, you put I'll a bowl be, of like, dog food in, in front fact, of in fact, I will give him mine. He would probably and go eat get it myself right now. another one. He is so hungry. Suffering. Suffering Norman Chan. His hand is shaking as he drinks this Diet Coke. Um, it is you know that has absolutely no, no, no nutrient calories. boundary at yeah. all. Does nothing for you. Um, well, okay. the
2: caffeine could suppress his appetite.
1: So you guys have virgin pop filters. I'm even going to go so far as to label those microphones. So you always use this. The benefit of being the only people in the office, a.k.a. my house, is that now we don't have to share equipment with anybody else, mm. except for this one, which Ryan Davis and Tony and everybody else used.
2: I um I never even knew what these were, and I never understood the benefit of them. But I did another podcast recently that didn't have them. No. And, yeah, you notice it. when it Sounds bad. Yeah, the popping. I just lick mine. Gross. And the ones that we mine. used to have were kind of gross and they had like holes and runs in them, like the little, well, they were the little years old. They don't last yeah. forever these are
1: lovely and nice and great. Well, the, the thing is, you get right up on them because you got to get into the mic, so it's yeah. like you and,
2: they're, and they're bigger. It's yeah.
1: not something you want to share, yeah. necessarily.
2: Yeah, so I like this. Uh, oh no, it, it was last week when we didn't we, we when we didn't have them yet. Yeah, and I, re, I could really notice the difference when I was listening yeah, well, to we the podcast.
1: Using, well, we were also using different the wrong kind of mic for
2: podcast. Yeah, it was you know, yeah that was amateur we hour
1: I apologize. Yeah, um, we went to bricks by the bay this weekend.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We, Norm almost didn't or, make it. Yeah. Oh, so you had like con- an, the amazing
0: race this weekend. Con- continuation of the story I told earlier about my uh, delayed flight or canceled flight. Flight. Like, originally, the plan was wake up at 4:30 a.m. Take a super shuttle. Get to the airport, John Wayne, which airport? Which I airport think it's wrong ago. that they
1: call that shuttle the super shuttle because it has never
0: ever been super. Oh, it was up perfectly on time for me. They gave oh. me a window of between like five. 510 and 520, and it was there right at 510. You took the Chud bus to the airport? It usually ends It was $10, up $10 plus tip. A taxi would have been 50 bucks. He
1: No, it's from Anna, from the Anaheim Convention Center? From Disneyland. $22 at the outside. Lane.
0: I did the calculation online. You did it wrong. Well, the Super Shuttle is fine. Ugh. Um and I had a new iPad with Verizon 4G so that I guess that's See, a fancy that, that's really liberating <laughs> but the,
1: but, the, but you uh, you always end up going like if you're in the last spot it's fine but if you're the first person you have to go like with 50 million other Oh yeah I make all those stops
2: yeah it's terrible awful Anyway, I was, I was in the middle of the usually
1: somebody gets in and has horrible BO. it's just bad yeah, yeah, now, it was kind
2: of uncomfortable with all people and this and this was touching over because Norm had to put his flight back because he was concerned about missing his iPad delivery on Friday yeah so and I, then I, I, you came you, you came at my house. You came over to my house to get I sold you my old smart cover, mm-hmm, which I'm using right now. And Norm came over and he's all in a in a in a in a in a state. And it was, you like, know, and you know my it iPad still hasn't arrived and, and I've raining. got to leave in an hour. The, the, the weather
0: was terrible on Friday, we just shot the ticket apart.
2: Yeah. And I got a
0: text message when I was at your house. Yeah. The phone buzz. I said, That's gotta be Wes right. with the iPad. And you had some false there. alarms,
2: right? Because the FedEx guy had come to the house but to deliver something Psych. else. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Got the iPad. Flew down to Anaheim. Did WonderCon. Sunday morning had the whole flight problem. I was supposed to get back at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Plenty of time to go home, take a shower. Oh not my god! A shower. Yeah. Get a good brunch at the Cliff House. Then go spend a nice day at Bricks by the Bay. If with everything you guys. had gone according to plan,
1: you actually had a great. It great would have plan been a perfect day. day. Oh yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But it did Bam. not go according to plan. Whiffed. Flight canceled. So this was after the hard stop on the runway.
0: Hard stop on the runway. Everyone got off. Veronica was on that flight. Right. Had the
2: basically they took everyone, told everyone to go back to the ticket counters. Veronica yeah. went off and started drinking margaritas at the or Bloody Marys yeah. at the airport bar.
0: And the United people were like, "Oh, okay, it's obviously their fault." I gotta say, right? it's not a weather
1: problem. Perfect weather that morning. I I gotta say, it was a little weird that you misidentified Bloody Marys as margaritas. Well, I, I'm disappointed in you, Chan. You, you can you can have a red picture. margarita though, yeah. not uh, margarita. Red margarita was a bad Twitter pinker, picture. Though. Okay, with, with, and
0: there was salt. It looked like salt around the the rim. Um. So
2: went back to the ticket counter, and I ran to the ticket counter. I didn't go even go to the bathroom. Are you, like, in a high state of anxiety because you realize you're going to miss your Bricks by the Bay? Yeah. So Bricks by the Bay is a Lego con convention. Annual convention to Santa Clara.
0: in the Bay Area. Um, and the United person said, oh, uh, the earliest flight we can get you is uh, 1 a.m. the next morning. Unacceptable. I, I can't do that. That's, that's not good. And people yeah, denied. There's like 200 people waiting to have their flights rebooked. Oh, my God. And this is where technology is really amazing. Because I'm standing in the line, I could hear that, ten people ahead. And I know there's no, there aren't that many flights out. Right, right. Like this is a scheduling thing. Had the iPhone, brought it out, went to Southwest.com, went or went to flights.google to see if there are any other flights. Mm-hmm. No, Southwest.com paid the two hundred bucks to take a twelve thirty flight. To get back in San Francisco, scheduled to get Had back. you check
1: bags or were you carry on? Carry on. Nice always job. do carry on. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no, he, no
2: that's, he's exactly right.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying always, check bags. always do carry on. You yeah. used to be a bag checker. I fixed that. I maybe used to be a bag yeah, checker. Yeah, we went to CES one year and you brought a Wiedermann oh, yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah. I did used to be a bag checker. Yeah.
0: Amateurs. You're welcome,
2: <laughs>
1: Chan. You're welcome. Book my flight. 1230 flight. Get
0: back at 2.00. Bricks by the Bay, last entry is at 3 o'clock. Right. The convention closed at 4. Right. You guys were there at noon. We were actually standing yeah, we, by we the were, door we telling security guys. Well, here's the thing. My flight landed at 2.05. SFO is 40 miles away from Santa Clara. 26 miles away. Google Maps said 36 minutes, 40 miles. Okay. Anyway, had to run straight from the airplane to the shuttle to get to the parking lot. You parked the in the long was. term, didn't you? Long-term parking. Which took me further away from Rooker. Rook move drove incredibly fast. I don't know how I did it, but got basically at the door right at three oh five.
2: Yeah, you just barely made it. And we go. had already at that point because we'd been there for a few hours. Had already looked around. You actually it actually worked out great there because by the time you got there, the yeah. convention was starting to empty out. Yep. Yeah, when like, some of the more impressive uh, building uh, structures, whatever. Well, like three deep to get more a good than look 10, at. in some cases, yeah. And by, but by the time Norm got there, it was it was very easy to rush around and see everything quickly with no crowds And I had a team of people who had pre-scouted the convention floor. Yeah we, me we out were, the we were yeah, we were your street team. You said you said take me to the ten best things, and we were able to do that. Yeah, yeah. and I there was some the amazing them. stuff there. Yeah, the Photos will uh, go up online yeah, tomorrow morning.
1: Okay, great. Uh, so big big gallery full of pictures coming soon to Tested.com dot com. Uh, what else have we got? We got uh, Gary. You you you're making more ill advised purchases in, in Am I? the near future. It seems. I'm always, like. oh, I'm
2: always making ill advised making poor purchases. financial choices. Oh, by the way, I felt the baby kick for the first time last night. Congratulations, it was man! That's awesome. amazing. So it was a, crazy. It's like the aliens, but good. It's not quite. Apparently, it will get to the point we can actually observe. Yeah, Like, see, like the, 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 the things wow. protruding under the belly in like full chest chestburster style. <laughs> yeah. When you see when you
1: see like five fingers, uh, four fingers and a thumb or the face, like in the right. Yeah. Well, it's
2: been annoying for me because Leah can feel it all the time because it's like it's inside her. Yeah. So she can feel it all the time. So oh, I just felt it kick. And it's been happening more and more as the baby gets, you know, bigger and more aggressive. Uh, that make it <laughs> more real aggressive. More aggressive. Um, like feeling- but, but she would say, oh, I can feel the baby kick and I would put my hand on her belly and I can't feel anything. Because it's not, it's it's enough for her to feel it inside, yeah. you, but not from the, externally. And then finally, she said, she, she, "We were laying in bed last night, and she said it's kicking quite a bit right now. Like if you put your hand there, you probably feel it. And I put my hand there, like nothing for like thirty seconds, and I just felt this tiny little flutter. And I'm like, I don't know if that's real or imagined. But she's like, No, I felt it as well. That's that was that was the real thing. I was like, It was, you know, incredible. You know, such a tiny thing, but amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's the ill-advised purchase you're talking about? The N7 armor. Oh, so like I don't know if I'm really going to go through with this, but it seems like a fun thing to do. I don't give a fuck that I'm going to be 40 this year. I want to cosplay. And I, you should. I, I'll
0: take pictures of you. I yeah. like
2: Commander Shepard. This is now my life goal. I want a full set of N7 armor. Well, the beautiful thing about role play, uh, cosplaying Commander Shepard is
1: is your shepherd looks like whatever you want it to be. So your shepherd my shepherd looks like me. Yes. Your shepherd and my looks shepherd like you.
2: my shepherd looks like me, albeit probably with a sh- with a shaved crew cut haircut. So at least yeah. try and approximate. Well classic you could shave your, I mean you if you want to go all the way. Very easy. You can crew cut your hair. Yeah. Dye it black and even put that little little hair scar in there that he wow. has. Oh, sorry, Chloe. I mean, I could really go all out. Um, So I started to – I I don't have the skills to do this myself, so I started looking around like, who could I find? And I actually started chatting just yesterday with uh, Kelly Conrad, who people who follow this may know. She's the FemShep, Holly Conrad. Holly Conrad. Sorry. Kelly Conrad is from the – I'm thinking of Kelly Chambers. Yeah, Kelly Chambers. Holly (laughs) My apologies. Holly Conrad. Wow. Who is well known as one of the top Mass Effect – Cosplay. Cosplay. She yeah, built, we, she built yeah. her own FemShep armor. We've I seen, seen her, at, PAX. her at,
0: at WonderCon. She's the star, one of the stars of the documentary that Morgan Spurlock did about Comic Con. Uh, she's the designer yeah. there. Yeah, so she's. Very, wasn't
2: she also at Pax last year? hired she was, by
0: Bioware and EA yeah. to do promotion.
2: Yeah, so she's very well known, and her armor is very impressive. And so I found her online, and I said, "Would you be interested in building me some armor?" And she said, "Yeah, let's talk about it." So we're going to get into that process, and it cool. could be oh. very interesting. Can we talk about this? Well, we've talked. I, 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 I think, I think it would make some great content for the site. I, I, I would, would
1: love to have that. Awesome. On the site. I want to know the, what the, it the takes. whole
2: design and fabrication yeah. Yeah. process. How involved can you get? She's down in Southern California, so I'm not sure. This is just one option, by the way. There are other people that make armor, yes. but I think she is probably the best. Um, customized armor she's a real fan. she's not just someone that will make stuff and sell it. she's a real fan yeah and so well it remains to be seen i think you know if she's up for it and we actually end up and i end up not backing off from this and deciding that it's worth doing um i think this would be an interesting uh maybe we'll set for up a, week, a weekly thing i or something something yeah, kind of want to do a little di- little progress blog oh, n7 armor you, quest 2012 you, gary witta is the oh, great enabler stop it gary what you no, don't, don't I, i'm gonna contact harrison Harrison makes well, guns, so, yeah, though, I mean, that's the thing. Armor. I need I need a weapon as well. I actually I I considered talking to Harrison as well about building armor, but I don't know if he, if he can. Do, he can do the he did armor. also. I bet he could. He did. He did. He, his stuff armor. looked unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So unbelievable. I've got a no, I've got a number of which ways which rifle at this. would you get? I'd want the M8 because that, that, yeah, yeah. that to me is The to Yeah, that to me is the classic. That's
1: the that's the Mass Effect gun. That, that like to me the is the, the
2: quintessential. And you haven't seen this yet. There is a guy. I just saw this today. When I was at PC Gamer. Logan showed me. An omni tool, oh which, which had been cut out of um, fiberglass, this fl- uh, fluorescent no, it's a, uh, it's acrylic. Perspex. It was a, yeah. yeah, it was perspex Ooh. acrylic. Let me see if I can find a picture. It looked, um, I mean, we, short, we, short of actually creating a holographic thing, you might not have been with it, us. It was amazing, but
1: we, I, I'm pretty sure we saw that last year at PAX because it blew me. I was stunned. It looked really, really and good I think actually perspex. Holly
2: has she has an omni tool, and I yeah. think she's got something, if not exactly this. Something very similar to it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna endeavor so to find on. it and show is it to So is your
1: is your is your shepherd a uh, uh, what's his, what class is your shepherd soldier? So why does he have an omni tool? Does omni tool does Shep- soldier shepherd have an omni? tool All
2: shepherds have omni tools. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, you got to it's, it's a melee weapon at, if nothing else. Yeah. Oh, it's the stabby. Okay, they use it for the stab stab. Okay, how does a hol- well, Okay, I'm not gonna get into
1: that. <laughs> okay, here it is. I'm, force going, to, fields. I'm going to show. The it. answer is Force Fields. I'm going to
2: show it to Norm right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a kinetic cuz you know,
1: uh, showing this to Norm is the is the is a fantastic podcast content. Well, I just
2: want I just want Norm to see it. There it is. Um It's very thing? impressive. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh so um so I'm thinking about that. I don't know how much it's going to cost. Holly may come back to me. And say, well, if you want like that level of quality whatever, yeah. it's going to cost you like 5 grand I'm like, "Uh, that's a bit more than I want to spend." <laughs> but do you think it would be lame? Are you going to be able to back
1: down at that point? Do you
2: point? think it would be lame, a man of my age? No. no walking around no. a convention? No, no, no. Somebody said to me, if you're the kind of guy that can actually be on a panel at Comic-Con, like a professional or creator, which yeah. you know, I flatter myself to think I am, you should, then you shouldn't be in... Co- like, like, for example, if Joss... a totally different level, but if Joss Whedon <laughs> was walking around in N7 armor, people would think that's kind of ludicrous. But doesn't Joss no, Whedon walk around in- so
1: cool. Doesn't just we? I, I want like, to per- so be the, the, be the first
2: person. I want to be the. I want to be the first person to cross that divide.
1: Well, yeah. like Kevin Smith used to walk around in Stormtrooper uniform, so he could like walk the floor and hang out at Comic Con. No, no, but you want to you want
0: have people recognize you for who you are, and also you know, I don't show off the. Armor. I think
1: anonymity might be nice if you're if you're instantly recognizable. Like Next con we go to, let's all cosplay. I'm not going to do that. Fine, well. Let's all do it. I'm, much more, I'm much more likely to do it if we do your,
0: it. Your beard I'm much more likely tea. to do it if we do it as a group. I will do it. Well, I'll I'll what, what, would, what would you want to be? I'll, I have to think about what costume I, I, I want
1: i got a be. Sulu
2: outfit. Isn't that a bit see, obvious? Easy, Fine.
1: The Sulu outfit is the Slave Leia of Star Trek. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It
2: just seems like a bit easy for you. It is. Racist. So <laughs> yeah, racist. You're playing into a fairly obvious stereotype. I don't know. It'd be fun to do something... I, I, no. got, I got to think about it, but I, I am. I am. I might be convinced if
1: I can find something that isn't uh, going to be ridiculous. I might do it for Comic Con, July twelfth. Well, you you
2: you you wore a Kirk shirt to Comic Con well, when no, you right. Was, I don't think I, I. very much doubt that I could have armor built in time for shirt. that. You know, who knows?
1: Maybe it's uh, a yeah. maybe it's PAX East next year.
2: Who knows? No, no, no. Well, I can't go to PAX Prime this year. So and I'm probably not gonna to go to Comic Con. So I actually don't even know where unless unless I'm like sitting around the house in my N seven armor, which I'm not ruling out. I can see that. I don't do that really the- <laughs> I don't really know where I would where I would wear it. They're, they're Are you gonna get the like the light up kind in the whole nine yards? Well, so there's one guy online that has like, you know, the, the, you know, there is a power system that runs through it and, it, and the back lights up and the whole thing. Yeah. So I I mean I really want do you do the helmet? If I'm doing – no, I don't need a helmet. If I'm doing this, though, I'm going all in. I'm not I'm not doing, like, the amateur hour version. Like, it's going to be – it's going to look good. Well,
1: because this is – we were talking about this before the show, but, like, one of the things that strikes me every time you go to one of those exhibitions where you can see props from movies and stuff like that, because you always think movie props are going to look better than anything you've ever seen. They don't look better. The they stuff look Harrison terrible. brought to, to Big Live Live
2: show last year yeah.
1: looks way better than any movie oh, yeah. prop I have ever seen. Right. Because the movie because props it, because just look it as good to. as they need to look because for film. it has
2: Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. You look at movie props often, they're, they're seen very fleetingly, and the lighting and all the stuff that goes into a movie process makes it look better than it really is. And you see those real-life props that was actually yeah. in the movie, and you go, oh, that doesn't actually look that good. The master replicas and the sideshow collectible type stuff that they do actually has to be better than what's really in the film, but yeah. it has to stand up to a much closer level of scrutiny. Yes, So Absolutely.
1: Um, I think Adam does cosplay at Comic Con, right? Yeah, doesn't he be. usually walk around in disguise? And if Some people find him or something, then yep. then there's a prize or something. I don't think people find him. I would say probably not, but maybe.
0: One of my biggest regrets that two years ago at Comic Con was not buying the limited edition Weta uh, full scale replicas of the District Nine guns because they designed ah! the, the the graphics for that movie. Oh, Gosh, that's kind of no, crazy. And they had the Alien um, guns, and they oh they, they weren't even that expensive. Hmm. Li- super limited, sold uh, out everywhere.
1: People have been asking a lot about the posters. So about what were the posters in the background where we're shooting these days. We're shooting in your living room, Norm. Yep. I don't, I don't know how much you want to talk about this. I, I apologize talk- if you don't. But I'm, the- I, one of the things I'm obsessed with is uh,
0: limited edition uh, movie posters and art posters. And uh, I buy most of them from Mondo, mondotees.com. Which- um, and most of those that I have are sold out immediately. So you cannot buy them so unless ha- you
1: buy bootleg versions. How do you... Like, do you just get up the moment they go on so sale? the last it's just, one like, I got was a tickets? Back to
0: the Future one. And usually what happens is a Mondo, at Mondo News, the Twitter account for them, Okay. Um, they, uh, the guy, uh, Justin, I think is his name, will tweet the link to the store when it's available at a random time of the day. Usually it's in the morning. So the last one I did for the, uh, the Back to the Future one was wake up at 6 a.m. and refresh Twitter until he posted it and then quickly click the link obsessive and, and, and bought it is what you're saying And then they did a gallery at south by southwest uh last week and i had a friend in austin who went to the gallery and bought, nice. and bought posters for
1: me oh that's awesome and we'll, ship, we'll ship them over so the so the ones behind are Ali moss posters star wars posters yes they released like two year years ago. ago yeah
0: uh, two years ago two christmases ago
1: they're really hard to find and they're like 1500 bucks to get the whole set now on ebay and probably will start disappearing soon i would guess yes so i think they're really rad um and i guess that'll do it for us today unless you have anything else gary
2: um, not really I was just going to segue back to um, lusting over, over some of those out of production Lego sets that we saw yeah. at oh, yeah. by the Bay they had, so the Taj Mahal which as we know is the biggest set Lego's ever made can't get it anymore uh they had one there $7000 for that set what? no $700 dollars oh, i sorry $700 <laughs> $7,
0: I'm, st- I'm still in like N7 oh, no, armor no. crazy mode Seven, no,
2: 700. $700 is still It was still a $400 crazy. set so it's yeah. not like even cost per brick it's It was actually okay. it was actually a good value compared to what you'll pay in the open market on eBay or whatever for Yeah it. but the the thing but about it's still
1: that, it's it's still a lot of money I as I was sitting there looking at it thinking yeah $700 that doesn't seem like that much I, I, uh, a guy walked up and was talking to Gina, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's a pretty good kit, but it's, not, it's a little boring. It's pr- very repetitive. Um, and it's all... The problem with it is it's all one color brick. So it's like it's one of the things I don't like about right. the architecture sets is that it seems well, like it's a the, little bit the low end architecture yeah. sets are all one color. Not even like, like Ruby House end. is is only two or three colors, right? Right, but there's still more than
0: I would one. I much rather have the the ultimate collector series Millennium Falcon. Than yeah. That.
2: yeah. Oh, oh no and you doubt. got to play with the ultimate uh, R2D2, right? And you oh, wrote Yeah, yeah, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I
0: can't yeah, believe the R2D2 about this. 180 bucks out in May. Uh, it's, it's very cool, I think.
1: Few of uh, us in this room are going to buy one. One of the things that was interesting is in the comments because we posted a story about it. Is people said this is what the best thing about nothing being off-topic anymore is that we go to a Lego con and we see the new R two D two Lego kit, which is rad. Yeah, and we can talk about it on the site instead of just yeah. putting it at the end of the podcast like we did today. Right. Um. People were saying that the top looks not round because it's bricks. You know, right. it's, instead of being like a custom piece, it's made out of a whole bunch of little bricks. It in person. The pictures pulled called much more attention to the edges than it looks like in person. I think it I looks better in person, in person. It looked yeah. really good. Yeah, they could have done curved um, pe-
2: special curved pieces, I guess. I like the way they did it though. No, yeah, it's I, kind I, of old I school. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah.
1: Um, and like, a and some of great little great opens. little features. Yeah, it's a nice size. The center leg goes up and down. Yeah, I'll be buzz saw
2: comes out. My, it has
1: the data port. It's, it's my
2: awesome. favorite thing about that encounter though, because there was an official guy from Lego, yeah. right, whose job it was to take this thing around and show it to people. Um, and he's this guy, like a Lego ambassador that goes out and debuts these new products. And I, the R2-D2 is nice, but what I really want is this rumored UCS B-Wing. Yeah. Because the B-Wing is my favorite ship in Star Wars Universe. Yeah, of course, it's the coolest. Um, it's a- they, they used to make one they don't anymore. It's- I actually looked around by the Bay to see if there was any on sale. Yep. There weren't. And so I said to the guy, I've heard a rumor that there is a UCS B-Wing coming. Can you tell me more about it? And he said, I don't know anything about that. I cannot tell you anything um, other than... Oh, you might get this guy in trouble. No, no it's no, fine. No, he said okay. He he, he just he just said something like, "I don't know anything about that." Uh, but he said it. I can't remember exactly no, what no, he said. No, he no, he
0: said, I know everything
2: about. that. Oh, that's that, right. But I can't tell you anything. Right. about Right. He it. said, "Yeah." He basically conf- he's just like, "Yeah, yeah." Don't worry about it. It's it's all good. I yeah, just can't, can't tell anything about it. I know you, everything. Do you like a secret
1: handshake or anything? Afterwards? You know With nothing. A twirl and like a little bee symbol drawn in your pond.
2: So I'm very excited um, about that.
1: Yeah, that's that's well, it's the torpedo bomber of the of the Star Wars universe. it's it's designed to take down capital it's a heavy
2: bomber yeah and it's a great ship and just i just love the design of it i just thought it was one of the more more elegant and more original ship designs it was my favorite
1: toy my favorite of the kenner toys when i was a kid oh oh my god i never had one so this is i mean
2: such an unrequited yeah unfulfilled thing for me i've never owned i used to have have all all kinds of star wars toys but i never had the b-wing which is my favorite of all time see
1: I, i for me, the X, the at was that. I had the X-Wing and the Y-Wing. Never had an A-Wing for whatever reason, but the B-Wing and the A-Wing. Like the A-Wing and the Adat I always wanted something fierce, but I got an Ewok village instead. Speaking of Lego, you know one story
0: we didn't talk about was the uh, the like Universal the robot. Uh, Connection Kit. Yeah.
1: The Free Universal Connection Kit. Yeah, Adam wrote that up for the site. It was really good. Yeah, so this... Uh, free uh, universal, universal Connection, connection, connection kit. kit.
2: Oh, that's good to know.
1: Should, should have done an acronym for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so uh, I think this... Organization called the Free Art and Design, uh,
1: or Art and Technology. Free Art and Free Art and Technology. Free Art and
0: Technology. The, the Fat. Um, they release designs for uh, user-printed uh, connectors that can make your Legos play well with your
1: Lincoln Logs and your Connects. So yeah, it lets you join up all the different kind of building toys that are all in in their own universes into one giant. Uh, ecosystem of building stuff. That's kind of cool. Which was really cool. And it's all 3D printable. So you can either print them yourself or you can send it to someplace like Shapeways or something like that and print it there uh, if you don't have access to a 3D printer. So I thought that was pretty rad. It's great. Um, So I guess that'll do it for us this week. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Hopefully we'll have RSS feeds working by then. If you figured out how to download this podcast, you'll probably be okay though. We'll see you all later. Bye.